Nice. You are now in tune with the boss of the business, the What the Heck Show, on UnionPowerRadio.com. Alright, what is going on Teamsters uh, from Local 804 and Teamsters listening across the country. We are in Suffolk County today at one of the stewards, Ricky Kylie's house. And we got a, oh man, we got a, a super, super show for you guys today. We have a show full of stewards and alternate stewards all from the Suffolk County and Nassau County buildings. It's a packed house. It's a packed house <laughs> from Long Island. Um, starting off, we're at Ricky Kylie's house. He's the steward. <laughs> we got Mr. Jamie Haynes, our host. There it goes. What's up? What's up? We got the big bad wolf from Brush Avenue, uh, Hector Fortis. Moo? <laughs> He's supposed to go, Arr! Okay, and me, your host, Tony Rosario, and today we have a bunch of stewards and alternates. We have Mr. Uh, Rich Pistone, we have Joe Waters, we have Frank Whalen, we have the Australian himself, Shane Devine, we have the Maloney Brothers, we have Chris Colony, <laughs> Chris Connolly. <laughs> and they're waving for me. Those guys are pretty big. Between Chris Conley and Joe Pistone, I don't know. Uh, it's like looking at the Twin Towers. <laughs> <laughs> then we got jo Justin Mercurio. Did I say that right? Mercurio? Mercurio. All right. We got Miss Amy Goldstein in the house. What's up, Amy? <laughs> and the legend himself that helped put this together, Mr. Dave Carew. And also, it's not just over there. We have a couple of members from our executive board. I already mentioned the Big Bad Wolf, Hector Fortis. But besides all those alternates and stewards here. Hey, did you forget? I, I, I believe I saw Frank Whalen here. I did mention Frank Whalen. Okay. Yep, yep. Oh, he's going to play the Frank Whalen song. And he's 5'7", by the way. He, he admitted that he's 5'7", so today. So. I'll give you my big pot All right. of gold. So, and uh, we got some members from our executive board here. We have our president himself, Local 804 President Vincent Perone is in the building. Oh, that guy's here. That guy's here. That guy. That guy. And we got... 
Pete DiPiero, one of the favorite business agents out here for Long Island, and the beard, Lou Barbone, is also in the building. Hey, don't forget, Scott Damone. The professor. The professor Scott Damone is here. Everybody's here. We got a big packed house, and we are going to get down. First thing we want to do, though, is congratulate some of the retirees that uh, retired over the last few. And Jamie Haynes is going to take care of that for us. <laughs> well, we have <laughs> That's when you know Jamie's going to talk when you get that uh, goofy, uh, goofy sound. <laughs> well, we got, we got three. <laughs> we have three, three congratulations to three retirees. We have, I don't know if I'm pronouncing their names right, but we got Robert Nielsen. Mark Mark McKenzie and Mario Illarda. Congratulations. Congratulations, guys, for making it through, for getting out of the, uh, for making it all the way to the finish line and getting to enjoy your retirement. You know, I set up in this backyard, and I don't know whose house we're in. You know, this is the Puerto Rican way. What's going on? This is the... We just set up in anybody's backyard. And where's, where's, where's Rick? Where's, where's the host? Ricky? Where's Ricky the host? Kylie Come on over here, here Mr. Rick. Kylie. Get on that mic Get over on there. that mic over there. We got it up a little. Is it yeah. is it too high for you, Rick? You make fun of my height now. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? Uh, anybody got a ladder? <laughs> Don't touch my mic. <laughs> What's up, Rick? I Gentlemen, wanna... how are we today? Uh, yeah, good. We, we want to thank you for having us uh, here at your backyard. My pleasure. My pleasure. It's going to be a great day, as it is already. Yeah. So uh, I didn't know who. What do you What do you, you do at uh, Suffolk County? I am a steward in the Hampton Center, UPS driver, 25 years. There you go. There yeah. you go. He's a steward at, at the Suffolk County. How long have you been a steward, Mr. Kylie? Uh, six and a half years, give or take. What are one of the uh, strongest issues that you're facing today over in that building? Strongest issues I'm facing grievance-wise, supervisors working. Uh, definitely need a more, more drivers on routes. And the 9-5 list is exploding. I, I heard your BA sucks. The B, the, actually, Whoa. actually Whoa. The, the, the BA. Do you remember his name? What was his name? Uh, Lou Babo? No. Oh, no. Lou's great. Where is Lou? Oh, there he is. Lou's over there drinking. <laughs> no, actually, my BA, Pete, is uh, unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable, incredible, and uh, very, very happy with the results I get. Very, very happy with the results I get from the e-board as well. Has there been a real difference between this BA and your last BA? Night and day. <laughs> and, and, and you realize I didn't even pause. Night and day. Night and day. That's it. Well, we're having issues at uh, our building over in Forster Avenue. We're drowning over there in packages. Drowning. They can't catch up to the work. It's it not happening. It almost seems like that's how we were like, uh, like a month ago. It was bad. So it seems like once everyone's opened up now for you and Forster and, and the city in Brooklyn, it's all kind of transpiring your way. So wow. y'all caught up out in, in Suffolk? We're so caught up to how we, how we were three, four weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I've never seen anything like it in my career here. It was amazing. I mean, we're, we're all bringing back 50, 60, 80 stops a day. We, nobody could finish a load for weeks. Yeah. It was like 
shoveling shit up the river. So we're taking time right now. <laughs> we're taking time from your family time because this is the time you see your family is on Sundays or Saturdays, huh? Yes, sir. I'm sorry. We're taking time from your you family. You don't say sorry to me. The wife is here. How you doing? The daughter. How you doing? He showed me a video from his daughter. I was I was bugging out. I just looked at it and I said, whoa. But anyway, we'll, he'll talk about that <laughs> later on. <laughs> but uh, his daughter, his daughter's uh, a hunter just like him. Yep. And uh, it was crazy. What Did you see the video? Yes, I did. Oh, it's crazy. Yes. Um, I can't do that. I'll be cross-eyed. I'll be like, oh, right now. Our, our fellow <laughs> steward here, Mr. Rick Kiley, is a professional hunter. So if there's any, uh, any uh, company personnel out there listening, just, um, you know, watch yourselves. There's, there's guys that know what they're doing out <laughs> don't here. Say that because they, <laughs> don't say that because they'll be listening. That's a threat to them. Uh, he's only kidding. He's a professional hunter. He does, uh, listen, his uh, living room is full of deers. <laughs> as long as you're not wearing antlers, you're safe. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, how many years you been on the job now? Uh, it's going to be 25 in August. Wow. Ready for retirement, man. I wish I had those years. Five years, one month. Wow. Ready to roll. And how many hours in seconds? <laughs> Five years, <laughs> one month, two hours, 11 <laughs> seconds. How's that? And that's good. That's <laughs> good. I'll be counting like that, believe yeah, me, yeah, by yeah. the second to get yeah. the hell out of this company. So uh, we're here in the backyard. We're going to go back to Ricky and a few. Thanks, uh, guys. Appreciate we you. Have, we have a bunch of guys you, here. So you guys got something going on now? Well, uh, we would like to speak a little about what's been to about what's going on right now at this moment. We're getting a lot of we're get our page is being flooded by people sending pictures of this form that the company is sending to the guys. The pre work health check. The pre work health check, and it's something they want you to do before you come into work. An hour before, and uh, nobody's agreeing with it. Uh, we are hourly employees. Anything that's wanted to do by the, anything the company wants us to do by them must be done on the clock. So now, so now the main issue is: Do you do it before you go to work, Wait, or you, you don't, don't do it? Don't you want to ask uh, Vinny Perone? But Vinny Perone's here. How about Lou? Lou, you got the answer to that? Oh no, he's not. He's not paying attention. How many was that? The first one or the second one? Yeah, he just can't hear. Well, Vinny uh, is here, so he'll be answering, I guess, that question that you have for for the members of about signing that thing off the clock. Well, you actually have to log. You have to log in online and then fill it out. Is it making you log on to your UPSers to do that, or I'm I'm not exactly sure, but I know it's somewhere online you have to log in, and then once you complete it. I think you get something back on your phone, like a blue light or something. Then when you go to work, you have to show it to the security guards in order to enter the building, so to speak. But I, I haven't heard about it at my building, so. I don't know. I, I wouldn't answer that. I, I don't know why they want us to answer that. But, I mean, I see the, the safety part about it, that, you know, they want everyone to be right. But there's, there's guys right now that don't have the symptoms, and they, they're positive. They're right. positive. Yeah, I had a guy in, 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 in Brush that had no symptoms whatsoever. So he could mark down that he don't have anything, that he's good to go to work. And then when he went to get checked, he was positive on the virus. So, I mean, how are they going to detect who's has, who has it? And why are they doing it now? After We're in June now. 
This happened in March when this whole uh, crisis went. You got a bug in your mouth. Uh, <laughs> 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 Just gonna take another sip of beer and shut that sucker down. <laughs> it's good protein. That's, that's how they do it here in the south. So I, I want to know why they they doing it now in June. When this should have been doing, been do, been done in March. I'm assuming because we're, I guess the the city of New York and and the state is sort of like re-entering, and now we're, what are we in phase two? So I believe it's probably a, a part. I think the CDC is recommending that, but I don't I don't believe it's mandatory as far as for you, for our company employees. So. Hopefully we give Mr. Perone. Well, there's a lot of questions out there because there are a lot of guys don't want to sign that paper, and I'm I'm not I'm not sure what the policies is, and uh, maybe Vinny uh, will talk about that in a little bit. Then let him talk, let him let him relax. <laughs> we just we just want a small minute of his time. Small minute of Vinny. Vinny, go on that mic over there. The one with the sun. Yes. Thank you. So you can get a nice tan. There you go. Vin, a lot of the members are worried about the sheet that's going on. I'm sure that you guys, you guys have been exploded at the hall. They're probably sending you text all the members about this uh, paper, the pre-health check. Pre-work health, pre-work health check. Yeah, yeah. No. Can't get too close to the mic. That's why. Yeah, I just don't want to be out in the sun. You, everybody knows. I, am I on? Yeah. Yeah, you're on. Everybody knows I can't take the heat, right, Jamie? Yeah. <laughs> Stay out of the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it closer in. He's still got his face in it. There you go. <laughs> All right, much better. Thank you. So now, what was the question again? The uh, the the blow up text that you've been getting from people sending you this pre health check, pre work health check. What? Introduce him first. I mean, anybody don't know who's on the mic. I mean, everybody knows this is our president, Vincent Perone from Local 804, one of the most popular members in the district. <laughs> to who? Hopefully um, across the country soon. So, yeah, we, we've been getting our phones blowing up over this. Um, apparently, from looking at social media, this is going on all over the country. Um, there's some locals that are okay with it. I think that four months ago, we would have been okay to different avenues to address the coronavirus. And people, you know, we, we asked for temperature checks for uh, people to get tested. You know, some guys were saying on a daily basis, which is unreasonable. And we uh, also were asking for information on people that might have been, um, that contracted COVID-19 in the buildings, but they never provided those kind of facts to us. So now they're doing this. I think it's like a stopgap. There's something in like New York state law and other states are trying it all over the country where it's mandatory. I think New York state's voluntary that companies do this. And um, look, we're all about the safety of the members and the general public also. But to spring this on members three days or four days before it's supposed to take effect, just like the change of ops that they did involving Forster Avenue and Uniondale, Melville, Suffolk, etc. I don't know. I think that they really don't know what they're doing. They're just reacting really quick to stuff. They, um, their labor manager, I told him about it at panel this, this week. He probably he like, didn't even know. He's like, oh, I heard something about that. So they're just, I think, flying by the seat of their pants. He gave me 
his word that he was going to talk to the operators who had talked to them too, and that they were going to put off, put this off for a week or some days just to basically talk about it with us. But you know the way they are, like one hand doesn't know what the other hand's doing. So um, as he's telling us this and he's telling me this, there's members still calling up saying, you know, whether they're uh, part-timers inside or, you know, full-timers, package, whatever, saying that they're being told that if they don't fill this out, they can't come to work. I have a couple of issues with it. First of all, line five says, have you been in contact with anybody that that has COVID-19? How's anybody supposed to know that? You know, um, I asked them to put a disclaimer on the bottom of the uh, link and also on the piece of paper saying that, you know, if members answer a question, they're not going to be held liable in case they do get sick or if they pull a sick load or something like that. You know, um, this is just... It's I, guess, just another, I guess the main thing is that they're having people do it off the clock. That, well, that was another thing. Uh, look, it's for the member's safety, you know, but they're saying an hour beforehand. hour before. There, there's nothing. First of all, is management filling out the same paper? Mm. You know. Um, yeah, how do we know that? Are mechanics, are plant engineering people filling it out too or having to do it on their phone? You know, what happens in certain buildings where I know in Massmouth, for example, uh, part-timers are not allowed to bring their cell phones into the building. Same thing in Forest. Okay. So now, what do you do then? You're going to have these forms at the guard booth, and then you're going to create the, the traffic jam that they've been trying to avoid for four months and that they pretty much have been. Now you're going to have a traffic jam of people reading this over. You know, and another suggestion I said was, look, if you're going to do this, then say whoever has a nine o'clock start time, then every night adjust their their start five minutes earlier so they get paid an extra five minutes a day for either going on their phone or you know filling this out you know reading it whatever because it literally takes five seconds to do it's just five questions boom 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 yes no and that's it okay but you know they just they feel that they can do everything that they want without consulting even their own people about it you know uh, we don't agree with it unless members are getting paid for it. That's the bottom line. All right. Well, thank you very much. Mr. Wait, there's one question. This guy said, uh, so if I don't pass the test, do I get paid for the day off? If they don't pass the test. That's another excellent question. I can't, I can't answer that. They're the ones that are going to decide, you know, you say I can't work. And look, people should be honest. If, they, if they're sick, you should call in sick, right? There's people for, for years since I first started that they get browbeaten into coming into work. Oh, we need you. We're hanging a load. And people that are legitimately sick come to work. You know, they tell you we'll take care of you. How are they going to take care of you? By giving you 130 stops instead of 135? That's not, that's not taking care of you. I mean, um, last month... There was an issue with um, certain buildings in Manhattan and on Long Island, too, where the management companies were saying that they have to check drivers' temperatures if they, if they enter their building to make deliveries. Right. So my first reaction, the thing I first told the company, and they were in agreement, well, how do you know, you know, in April it would have been fine, but if you're in June or July and you're sitting in a 130-degree package car, 
and you're going to stop at noon and you're in the truck and your body temperature is going to be right. raised anyway what's what's the threshold for the th temperature they couldn't tell us <laughs> you know so what's going to happen to that delivery stop is another driver going to come do it or are you just going to flag it as emergency conditions you know if is the management company going to inform ups that this driver has an elevated temperature like you know there are HIPAA laws involved here right you know you go going around giving people's information body temperature so again we're we're all for protecting the members I wish that the company would have been for protecting the members since this started not March. just now right <laughs> all right well, well Well, can I jump to another another topic? Um, you got your notebook, Jamie. Go ahead. <laughs> another another I want topic. Every, hold on. I want everybody out there to know I came here with a six-pack of beer to hang out, and now I'm getting bombarded. Go ahead. Well, well this one is mainly dealing with the July 4th weekend. Um, I know a lot of people are complaining that they're not able or they're only giving a certain amount of people per day the weekend, that, either that Friday or that Monday off. So what, what do you suggest they do as far as trying to get a day off either that Friday, that Monday, or even that week? They're saying that they're going to float it up to four weeks. They can float it up to four weeks. So so how does that work for the members that's in that predicament? Okay, so that's actually a good question, Jamie. Not that the rest of your questions aren't good. They're all good, <laughs> but, but no, that's a good question. I We tried to get a jump on this five or six weeks before this holiday week started and in the beginning the labor managers were in total agreement they actually said because this language with the four weeks floating which personally I think is worse than uh, the election day floating holiday mm -hmm. right because you could actually take that anytime you want this is supposed to be in a certain period of time but that language was horrible that was uh, written in 2008 And if anybody was here before 2008, a center manager had a center of 100 people, and he had to give all 100 of those people a day off the week of the holiday. And one of the labor managers actually said it. He said, you know, I don't know why these guys can't do it now. I used to do it when I was a manager. So I thought it was going to be taken care of. I suggested certain things that the stewards and the center managers work together on it, that the stewards just, you know, and or the manager just gets a piece of loose leaf and makes a list. Right. I said, look, your Tuesday through Saturdays, they're automatically eliminated. You don't have to worry about those guys because they're off that day, right? So now your 100 people turn goes down to 80, right? So now some people do want to float it. So now that list could shrink to 40. I said, you can't tell me that you can't figure out a way for 40 people to get off for a week. The one of, okay? what do I do the And they, they sort of agreed. And then I don't know if it's the, the operators, the center managers, and DMs just won't listen. But we start getting messages that they're only giving two or three people off. Now, when the floating first started, I myself as a package car driver went up to the manager and said, I need this day off during the week of the holiday. Oh, no, you can't have that. Okay, I'm going to make it easy for you because I didn't have that much seniority. You tell me which day I could have off because one of those fucking days I'm not going to be here. You know, they throw their hands up in the air and say, okay, Tuesday. Okay, that's fine. I'm off Tuesday. 
I did contact the IBT about this, and I'm personally, I'm just letting you know, I'm tired of using the IBT as an excuse. Right. You know, because uh, you can't blame, you can't just blame everything on them. But there's some issues. Like I bring this to their attention. And they're like, well, you know, yep, I understand your position, but, you know, you have the grievance procedure. What does that mean? We, we, we grieve it, so we wait two years for it to get to arbitration, so an arbitrator rules that the company can't do this. And the company knows this. Right. You know, they, look, they, they know that there's going to be some members that stick firm and say, I want that day off. I want a day off. Okay. But they also know that a lot of members are just going to say, okay, I'll float it. And, and here's another problem I have with the uh, floating when that started. I started to notice as a steward that they would go up to individuals, and everybody knows the type, the, the ones, you know, like the weaker members or the new guys. Yeah, yeah, you could float it. Don't worry about it. You could float it four weeks. Then it turns into, you know what, you could take any day off scheduled off during the summer. Right? they wind up never taking the day off, right? So the company's position is, well, they get paid for the holiday anyway. Yeah, but they're entitled to a day off. That's right. That's right. So, so if you don't use it within, let's say, if you were to float it and you don't use it within the four weeks, that means it's You probably gone. lose it, absolutely. Because you only, on the, in the contract, you only have four weeks. So anything after that, if you're making a deal. Right. right. It's, it's going to be just a scheduled off. Right. This Code is a 26. Off. And you, to be clear, you get paid for the holiday the week of the holiday. Right. Right. So even if you float it, you're losing, well, you gain a day's pay the week of the holiday, but you lose you a day's day pay day. down the road. You know. our, our buddy Carl Morial says uh, if he decides to refuse to do anything that has to do with that pre uh, the pre-health check, what are the ramifications? The company's saying that they're going to not... Initially, they said they're not going to allow people to work. So if you, an hour before work, come in and say you didn't do it, they're going to what? Send you home? That's what That's they their initially position. said. Then they told me that um, this was just Friday, that they were going to try to, on my suggestion, put it off for a couple of days or okay. a week just so they could talk about it more with us. That's right. Figure it out. Right? Now, if... If they tell you you can't work because you didn't do this, then what are you going to do? Are you going to break into the building and say, screw you, I'm working? No. Am I going to tell them, F you, he's working? I mean, I, I definitely will, but the meaning behind that is he's going to get paid for not working. Event, if, you're, yes. if you're saying he's not entitled to work, we're saying he is. Right. Because this isn't a New York state law. So, again... And I, I put this on um, on uh, Facebook, and I really stress for everybody to remember this. These are the same people who you and everybody else has been busting their butts for. Oh yeah, for the last for your whole career, but especially the last four months with everything that's been going on. You know, and we've we've been complaining about sanitary conditions and the excessive overtime and all all these favors and all this excessive work that you guys are doing, right? As as employees, because you're you're all good employees, right? This is the way they turn around and treat you. Yeah. This this is just a perfect prime example. It's two of them in one week, and I well, let me not say this one. <laughs> <laughs> say it. Come on. Please say it, Vin. There's a lot of people here that want to hear it right now. 
<laughs> Come on. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna leave it. Gonna okay. Leave it there. All right. All right. We'll we'll You're talk. We'll talk after the show. Assholes. After the show, we'll talk about. Okay. It. <laughs> well, thank you. You know what? Go go hang out, Vin. Thank you so much for your enjoy, time. We enjoy, appreciate enjoy you. Enjoy your time. Thank you, Vin. We appreciate you. <laughs> all right. So let's um. You know what? I wanted to speak to... Uh, well, I, well, I have a, qu a quick announcement to let everybody know. I don't know if you know yet, but yeah. in order to, to log on to your UPSers, there's a new format that you have to log on, to use to log on. Yeah, I was seeing something about you have to use your Microsoft account? No. Or? When you log on, you still, you still use your employee ID, but after your employee ID, you have to put at... UPS.com and you still use the same password. So like, but who's giving us that instruction? I, uh, is the company giving that instruction? It's, it's on the website, right? When you when you, when you first because I up, I, I could just say that I'm fucking computer illiterate and I just don't fucking do it at all. <laughs> I mean, you won't you won't be able to check your time card or your paid stub or whatever. But it's, okay. it's on there. It's the same thing. You just have to put at UPS.com after your employee ID. It's the same thing. Got it. So Got it's not it. hard at all. So, uh, hey, Tony. Yeah, take one of those. Tony, yes, sir. Yes, Tony's sir. busy. He's busy. He's uh, not being him the host today yeah, for you guys. Uh, well, there's so many people here. I want to try to get to everybody. Yeah. Oh, you could tongue kiss them afterwards. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> right now you're doing a show. <laughs> What's up? I don't know. You tell. I mean, what are you? What are you? What is? This is your show. Well, this is. Well, we had so far a Brooklyn summer ale. I want to thank Lou Barbone. For I think you're drinking too much, Brooklyn. man. <laughs> and, uh, I think you better I'm start drinking water. A fine Pilsner, a Miller Light, <laughs> and then uh, I don't know what'll be next. Yeah. I, I know we had a we had a recent we had a I believe it was a panel case that we lost recently, like this week, that involved I believe. What was that? A, a injury? Reporting your injuries or something like that? Well, I wasn't there at the at the panel, but we did lose one for a comp hearing. A comp, there we go. What comp hearing. Comp? So the member, uh, I guess, uh, was doing other activities while he was on comp, and they caught him on. I don't know the exact details, so I can't really uh, talk about it because I don't know. Uh, I know. I know the president was saying to make sure that you report. Accurately and be truthful about reporting your injuries. Well, the reporting part and the accurate—that's that's something. But the other activities, this is where you're going to get caught at. You know, they, you know, you're fraud, you're fraud, you're you're fraudulent in the insurance company, and that's what they went after with this guy. So he was doing other things while he was on comp. He was either I don't know, I, I don't, Lou, you want to talk about it because I don't even know about it. What? You don't don't get much into it. Just say uh, what what was the the, the, the member uh, had a car accident and he had some injuries from the car accident. Um, it played a part in the in the case where where the company thought that and he lost his comp case. So the company thought that the injuries that he was claiming on the job were due to the the car accident. There you go. And you know, thank you, Lou. And and thanks, Lou, for fixing that. Cause I didn't know that, what the fuck to say. That was the bed, Mr. Lou Barbon. That was Lou, Lou Barbon. Barbon. Everyone is here. Jesus Christ, there's a party over here. A party over here. It's be Yo, this is like. If it, I bet you we were in Brooklyn. This they won't come out like this. No, no. <laughs> I mean, we could try. We have the we have the uh, this this sound effect going on right here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Take offense to not here. Not here. I take offense to that as well, Jamie. There's no riots going on right now. We're pretty safe. There hasn't been nothing crazy lately. So, in other There's words, you know, peaceful protesting. If though. everyone goes to the general membership meeting, you know, you always hear Stu Goldstein and say, "Stay off social media when you are injured." Right. You have to stay off that shit. You know, when you get injured, when you get injured, they are looking to see what you're doing. Right. Uh, outside of work and while you're on comp, and if they see you picking up uh, garbage bags or picking up. Uh, uh, whatever they they go after you, and they did that. They did that to me when I was on comp. They uh, took a pic. They took a film of a bald headed guy running to a BMW. <laughs> it wasn't they, you. It wasn't me. But <laughs> after the fact, but they wanted to fire me because uh, they thought I was uh, running to a, a BMW. All right. But when they looked at when uh, Stu Ghosting looked at the picture, uh, and I looked at it, that wasn't me. I mean, the guy was uh, uglier than me. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you serious? He, wow! He, 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 he had ugly than you. Yeah. Wow! He had a bald head. He had a bald head. Big bad wolf. Yeah. <laughs> so I said oh, that. What that wasn't me. But they, that's what the company does. They they hire a third party investigation uh, bureau that they sit in front of your house. Waiting for you to do something stupid for they could get you on that so and then they got the people on the social media sites Scrubbing exactly. your pages looking at everything trying to make sure that uh, you're not doing anything stupid And let me tell you something the company has a a, a team of social media They that's all they do all day all Monday day through Friday. They look at social media to see uh, They'll put in the name your name and they'll look at what you're doing as far as uh, you know in your social media world right and especially when you on comp they definitely look at your social media because they want to see that you are what pictures you're exactly up. and what are you doing you're running a marathon you you know pictures you tell a million stories right exactly there. exactly so you got to watch out with social media and, and uh i Stu want Ghost, i want know. get on the mic over there Frank. i want to i want you guys to uh listen to our buddy frank whale in here and uh <laughs> Oh, always got to put the song on. <laughs> always got to put it on. It used to be for Riley, but now it's I know, always here. I, I don't you, know how that You inherited it. I, I didn't take on the torch, nothing like that. There, there was no, you know, group meeting. So, Frank Wellen, uh, you want me to lower the mic or you good? No, um, okay. hang on. Uh, about three feet. Three foot, five. Good. All right, Frank, I want uh, you guys, you can give uh, people a little understanding about how it works here in Long Island. There's a lot of Long Island buildings. You guys have the Farmingdale building the farmingville building the melville building nope 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 there's where you got confused okay, farmingville see? melville just call it melville so you don't get it confused as so farmingdale Farm farmingdale melville are the same okay and then nassau and then nassau okay thank you see that's what i'm talking about that's why frank's the man he knows so you are a steward uh, an alternate steward at the melville at the melville building which is also farming Bill? Farmingdale. Farmingdale. Okay. Wow. Confusing. Ba baby steps. All right. Suffolk I, County. You know, you're confusing because you're from Brooklyn. Forster. Uh, listen. <laughs> That's it, man. That's what I know. I'm New confused, York. too. I'm from the Bronx. <laughs> We're out in the sticks here. Suffolk County has how many buildings? Suffolk County? Yeah. Has one. The Suffolk building. Farmingdale. Farmingville, and so, then we we sit in Melville. I think we need somebody so from uh, Suffolk so County to straighten this guy out here. Nassau? Say that again. 
How many in Suffolk? How many in Nassau? One in each? I, I don't know where the border cuts exactly, but we do have Nassau, we have Farmingville, and oh. then we have Farmingdale. Oh, here Rich. comes Mr. Rich, Rich Pistone. Help, help me, me, help out, me here. out here, Rich. Where, where, help where out a guy from Brooklyn. Nassau and Suffolk cut off it's on like, the island. It's literally right at your building. Yeah, so you it, are, you it goes are, through the building. My center yeah. is in Nassau. The other two are in Suffolk. Yeah, you, are on, <laughs> you are on the eastern side of Route 110, so you are Suffolk, and probably the other side is uh, Schnassau. So arguably Schnassel, you say Schnassel? Instead of farming Ville and farming Dale, we just say Melville. Suffolk and Melville. There you go. There, there, that makes sense. No confusion. Well, like, I, I like. That. I'm not confused. Well, it's the Brooklyn guy. It was better. <laughs> it was me. Even better, the real Suffolk and the other Suffolk. Oh uh, wow! I don't know about all that. Wow. You know. You know. I do the transfer list, and when people say they want to transfer to Farmingdale or whatever, I'd be like. Dude, just tell me Suffolk or Melville. Yep. One or the other. There you Simple go. I, I, don't know. I don't know the centers. Yeah, this way we don't confuse the V and the D. <laughs> Speaking of transfers, how are the transfers going as far as... The transfers are going good. I'm transferring a lot. to Long Island. Yeah, I'm transferring a lot and a lot of guys. Because we have some people from Forsterville that wants to... Well, one person in, in particular, he want to come... I guess I'm gonna say Nassau. Yeah, well, you talk to me after the show. Uh, <laughs> hey, but Rich. anyway, I, I just transfer a guy that's been waiting on the transfer list for almost 20 years. Wow. Jeez. And he finally got transferred out now. to where Suffolk. Uh, yeah. Does he like it? He loves it. That's what's important. But he's got you know that's you right. got you got you got Mr. Francis over there. Well, you got a lot of walking <laughs> out by us, man. There's not too many one walks. There's a lot of a lot of leg work. There's yeah. a lot of like you know hands over the eyebrow. Where in the world is that house? Deer, you know? <laughs> squirrels, a lot of deer, rabbits, squirrel, rabbit, <laughs> dead yeah. or alive. A lot, a lot of farm life. <laughs> you got Chris Rich, uh, you're a steward at what building? I am. I am a uh, a one and a half year steward out in the Suffolk building in the Stony Brook Center. I'm a uh, an employee for UPS for 17 years, driving for 15 plus. Okay. So here we are. I hear that you do a little plus size modeling on the side. I do some plus size modeling. <laughs> Currently, I'm floating around on like six two, six three, two eighty. I was I'm nice. coming down from three twenty. Nice. I was stinking like bacon when I was sweating. So <laughs> my wife told me you got to cut down, big boy. So how's the uh, the building going right now? Are you guys getting swarmed like we are in Forest Drive? You guys getting hit pretty hard? <sighs> my building up until about two weeks ago, we were hanging. I couldn't even tell you how many loads. It was literally disgusting. Um, I remind the management that they didn't want to book guys last year, and that rolled into this year, obviously. Um, this week, and only this week, we seem to have it under control. Uh, but I'm not confident with the management team that they were going to keep it under control. Right. Because right? Right. they're telling us we're going to get 40-plus men or women to book by the end of September, and here we are, let's just say July 1st. I don't see that happening. There's okay. like no end in sight over there in Forest Drive, I can tell you that. We I'm, don't, sure, I'm sure there is, man. We, we, we don't know what the hell is going to happen. Nah, I, there's no end in sight over by us because we we're rolling. We're in the middle of Hamptons Peak. And when that ends, let's just say Labor Day at best case, okay? We go right into back to school, you know, God willing oh, yeah. that these children go back to school in September, That's October, right. sometime, and then we roll right into the magic season, the peak season. So That's in right. my eyes, certainly not the company's eyes, we should have been hiring last year for this year and early this year for the remainder of this year. But I'm talking like machine gun pace. Yeah. And we don't seem to be doing that. I, I feel like they're hiring, but they're not letting nobody make Well, that's the problem. Cool, they're, they're hiring, hiring. They're doing sure, that 35, 39-day right? shuffle where, you know, they just sent one of my one of my local, my pre-load guys back, and there was no good reason to send him back. 
So I'm thinking they don't want to pay the medical and the pension on top of a day's pay. And I'm sorry, but to my customers, there's no excuse for that. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's the way I see it, and I hope that this company sees it soon. Yeah, because at the end of the day, the customers are the ones suffering. Exactly. You know, how many times do we get pulled over by customers and say, hey, what about this? What about that? Through the whole, like, the worst of the pandemic, hey, I ordered something, myself included, and it says out for delivery, but you're here, and you're stopping in front of my house and <laughs> for a couple of minutes, and you search through the truck, but there's nothing there, and the customer is the one who suffers. Not me, yeah, I'm working, and I'm, but I'm getting paid. The customer already paid, and they're not getting what they paid for. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's so what's right. the, the worst case scenario on that? Hey, I'm not ordering nothing online, or I'm not choosing UPS to be my courier because they can't get it there, and then we all lose money. Oh yeah, and that, that, that is the problem because I ordered an Amazon, and usually I'm the prime. I'm a prime. Uh, sure. And it comes. Like the next day, and yeah. now it's coming like three weeks later. I ordered stuff for my house, yeah, Hector. Next day is unheard of. <laughs> I ordered stuff for my house the beginning of April that didn't come the last week of May. I get the essential and the not essential. I completely get it. But six weeks is a little excessive. And I'm thinking that if we had the staff and we weren't hanging 10, 20, 15, whatever loads, that I'm going to get my stuff on time. And then how many things that, you, that people order and all of a sudden it doesn't come like on time? That they now cancel or refuse that order, and the money's going back, and nobody's getting the money, okay? Uh, how, on top of that, how much money has our company refunded in guaranteed shipping? I would love to know that answer, okay? Because the, the, even in my household and my job, the, uh, the object is to get money into the bank, not send it back out. You know, I, to, I totally to, agree with you on to that To Rich's one. point, we have in Melville, we have so much large items whether patio sets gym equipment like rich said people are meeting us on the road hey do you have any idea hey. where this could be it says alpha delivery the past three weeks yeah. i'll give you so, i'll give you this one so so when they ask they're like yo can i go to the building and pick it up you can try but they gotta find it in and it's a needle in a haystack yes. it really even big stuff i have a i have a customer that's looking for packages from the beginning of may it's in the building. Somewhere. Somewhere. They showed me it. <laughs> so I know it's in the building. Yep. It's in a trailer. They, They're not they, getting in no time yeah, soon. It's in a locked trailer. The most messed up part to me we'll was to, that we'll we were running and they kept saying we're essential. We deliver essential products. We, we do medical facilities. There's been many times where I've gone on the road. That critical package is nowhere to be nowhere found. Nowhere to be found. But you told me to put the patio set in. I mean, we got to prioritize something here. Yeah, they are priding the dildos, uh, yep. you know, all that other yep. stuff. Sex well, swings. That's, that's Listen, essential, sex that's swings. essential Listen, stuff. In, on Fridays, <laughs> those are essential, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was funny because they, they were saying essential, that we are delivering essential packages, but the essential, I guess, is the dildos and everything all that right. is. Uh, <laughs> all the critical packages are nowhere to be found. They're not prioritized. That would and be a question to for To me, that, that's a little concerning. So my, my my thing is I'm I'm more worried of let's say next year when it dies down a little I don't think it's ever gonna die down officially no. but when it dies down a little bit what's gonna happen as far as to the customers as far as staying with us because now yeah. you have supposedly yeah. Amazon is getting a building in Long Island City so what's gonna happen and you know, the, the Amazon's also looking to expand into Syosset which is Nassau right. 
I don't know how far out into Nassau or even Suffolk they're going to service from Syasa, but you know damn well after Syasa they're going to be looking somewhere, you know, close to Melville Farmingdale <clears throat> for something like that and maybe even something like our old Calverton. Though, so and, with this backfire, you know, Trump us. with this backfire on us a little bit. I, I I believe so because upper management they didn't prepare for this. They never had the staff in. They they want to be number one. They want to take on all the volume, but you didn't prep yourself and put yourself in a position to do so. So here we are hanging ten loads a day in centers. These people are not getting their packages. You have a prime opportunity to make more money the right way by right. hiring more staff and letting them make book. Yeah. And there's no reason not, not to. You know, it, there's it, definitely it, no reason now not to make it, book. It, it's the penny versus nickel game. Sure. It doesn't. So I, it's, 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 it's just weird that they're hiring people in my buddy Dave 35 to 39 days. They're letting them go, and then you call them back later. Yep. It's just weird. Once the days reset, they want to start them all over again. And now they're hiring people as helpers, but they're telling them that they're seasonal. There's no such thing as a seasonal helper now. All these helpers are full-time helpers. So somebody needs to let them know that they're full-time helpers. They need to keep track of their days. In their eyes, they're thinking they're seasonal. I got to tell you that as as a steward, I have never, or as an employee of UPS and a, and a proud team, so I've never communicated with trainees until this year, okay? I go to all of my trainees. First, I make sure that they're on a training route in my center, and then I let them know on the side, hey, listen, this is what the company is going to attempt with you. Please come see me every day. I'll go over to recap with you, let you know how you're doing, okay? Right. I'll try to get some feedback from the manager, but they sure don't have to give it to me being that you're not in the union. Right. But I even try to keep in contact with them and say, hey, listen, here's a prequel to what I believe is going to happen. And sure enough, at 30, day 35, it begins to happen. Hey, mm-hmm. maybe we only got one day of work for you this week. Maybe two. Hey, maybe you're just going to go out and shuttle air. Something like that where they start to deceive them. In the end, we want them to make book. As, as long as they're a, a good guy a go, or a good girl... And they're willing to obey the oath and sign off on the oath. Listen, man, hop on in and join the crew. Right. Unfortunately, the company doesn't always see it that way. I don't know why. I mean, I know why, but it's unfortunate it's, for them. But it's, it's I, sad. I, I do believe in keeping in constant contact with my trainees now. Right. You know, my my four alternates are in constant daily contact with them, making sure they're on training routes, seeing how their production is, the over allowed. This way, when it comes to day 35 or day 39 or, or hopefully day 40, this is where you're at. Welcome to the crew. Here's a handshake and, you know, all that's that stuff. That's, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, yeah, day 40, hey, listen, go home and tell your wife and kids the easy days are over and I'm yeah. not going to see you too much. And, you know, I'm Tuesday to Saturday and I'll see you on Sunday and Monday, babe. Well, well, one thing I can say is, thank God we have the e-board we have in now. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Absolutely. 17 years, honestly, Lord. I've never seen an e-board that's this strong and this assertive. Could you have imagined the last E-Boy with this? No. No. Wow. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, this is the Jamie show now. I'm sorry. Uh, we just fired uh, Tony. I don't know he's, where he's he likes to he's hang out. He likes to hang out. He don't like to, he don't like to do anything. Tony's over there sucking down clams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, his he, clams he, are here. He brought over food. And he that, he's, he, you know, he's got to do the show. And uh, he's uh, over there bullshitting with... Uh, with this guy right here. Talking, uh, about, talking about food. I'm divine over here. Come you. Come here, you big Kangaroo burgers. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. The number one Trump.
But Trump, <laughs> here's the Trump guy, the man from down under. Cut me off. Oh, there we go. All right. All right, we got Shane Devine, the big Aussie. <laughs> yeah, you it's see. It's been a while since you've been on the show, en- Shane. I can't, you got I can't. your own entrance here. You have the man down under. I can't bother Shane about that because I don't want to get tagged in none of those posts. Oh, I'm going to start tagging you as soon as no. Vinny starts tagging me. <laughs> What's up, Hector? I haven't seen I didn't say hello to you. Shane Devine is here. You you wanted him on the mic, so what, now you want to eat your clams? They're delicious. You're delicious. Shane, thank you, sir. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> just saying it with that accent is just like, whoa. Um, so, Shane, you're obviously in the what building? We are, I'm in the Melville. We're in the Hotbox Center with Frank. Um, we're do- we have uh, about seven or eight Smithtown guys, routes, or 14 routes came to our center um, about two or three weeks ago to help the Suffolk building. So my center has become the worst center, and I'm glad that we helped Suffolk out. I'm very happy about this. All right. <laughs> <Thank you>. Now, <laughs> no, we're good. We we are we're lucky. I have Frank Whalen and stuff like that. We actually, you know, we actually our stewards our stewardship, for lack of a better expression, is by group. We actually don't have a, a specific specific person that uh, that deals with stuff. You know, I have my strengths, I have my weaknesses, and so does Frank. And uh, and uh, our center's doing good, you know. We're putting in a lot of nine five grievances with my buddy Lou over there, and uh, you know, guys are getting paid. He's getting guys paid, so it's good. Let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about those nine five grievances and how how uh, guys are filing them all across the local. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Heck, the goes down. Somebody, <laughs> Shane went down to pick him up. Look at that! Wow! Now that's a strong Aussie right there, huh? <laughs> Is it all that kangaroo meat you've been eating? <laughs> it's the Vegemite. It's the Vegemite. <laughs> oh man! So um. Shit, I lost my train of thought. Nine five, you're saying? Yes, nine the five. nine five grievances. Yes, they're being uh, they're being uh, put in all over the local. A lot of drivers now are filing, uh, jumping on the nine five list. Thanks. Well, well, you could jump on a nine five list at any time. Now. That is correct. Correct. We actually had a guy from Smithtown that had come out on uh, just come back from comp. He had he 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 didn't work since before Christmas, so he uh, actually you know actually got him on the nine five list. He signed on Friday, so that he's got a week to get violated. Then he can start filing after that. So. That's a procedure. There's a paperwork that you can uh, download to, to get him on. Give it to your center manager after you sign it as a steward and the driver signs it. Um, and then the following week, he has to get violated. Then he can start filing. Just can, can, can you explain what a 9-5 a list is? Because it's a lot of people that are listening that might not know what that is. The actual list, what it is, 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 a, is a list that any time that you have violated three times in a week... Um, Three over times in a week, ahead. three times in a week doesn't have to be consecutive days. It's three three days any week when you're violated by more than an hour and a half overtime, you can file for for penalty pay, which is uh, triple time, I think. It's double time plus. Y'all ready? Like us on. You get paid time and a half for overtime. Come to this okay. Mic, Lou. And you get. <laughs> Come here. Oh. Hang on, Lou's gonna clarify. The, 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 the grievances don't get paid at triple time. You're getting time and a half for your overtime worked. Okay, right? so you've already got and paid that, yeah. Time, yeah. time and, and a half, half again. For the hours violated over 9.5. Yeah. So in total, it is you're getting paid triple, triple time, time yeah. for hours violated over 9.5. Yeah. Thank you to clarify that, Bye-bye. But uh, yeah, so so what it is, it's, uh, it doesn't have to be three consecutive days. 
um, as a split driver, if you have 22 fours working in your center, you can file on five different routes. So say you have a split driver, you do five different routes, and you get violated three three days over the 9.5 on those routes, you can still file your 9.5, even though you haven't sat on those right. one route for the whole week. Right. Well, unfortunately, the 22 fours, they can't get on the 22 fours. The 24 twos, 22 fours are like the abused children, unfortunately. Yeah. They can't get on the 9-5 list, and they can't get a request low either. No, it's tough. It's tough for them. You know, and that's, again, that's a whole uh, international thing, and it doesn't involve, you know, anything that this local did that people have to, you know, some people still don't realize that, but that's, you know, the, 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 the nuts and bolts of it. Well, I, I want to give a, a shout-out to the 22 fours that's in, from my center, and then some left. And they went to mass, but I'm really gonna miss them, them guys and gals, man. They, they were really cool. Hopefully, they come back and we can continue our friendship. Well, we're gonna continue our friendship. They're over there. They're still my friends, so they know I'm still gonna call them. And they still can call me and ask me any questions. So I'm here for them. They were really cool. I'm gonna miss them, though. Yeah, that's the guy that you gotta go and ask questions to. The hard-hitting <laughs> questions to Jamie. And the the thing the thing I mean, just and I I've had a discussion with like Lou and some other guys about these nine fives things too. Is like you know I'm a driver that doesn't want the overtime and I don't want the money. But you know I I, I you know my route up until the pandemic. You know if I got an hour overtime with coffee, um, I was good. So. My my time home is more important than the actual working past the, the my my seven thirty nine five violation time, and you know filing and that, and again that's why it's very important that everybody has to vote coming up soon because this nine five language if you've been violated three times in nine months, you know you're supposed to have a sit down and they have to, they have to talk about your route to see what they have to do to get it under right. nine five right and and we all know they're not going to do this they're not they're not so there has to be some sort of um, you know repercussions like immediate repercussions when they violate that and stuff like that too so it's it's very important to vote you know we have to get this old guard out of the international and uh you know like and voting is only 18 months away six uh yes eight 17 18 months away we're going to be voting it's going to be here before you know it so stewards out there that are listening um you know proactive like union people that are out there listening start start feeding some information especially to the young 22 fours like right. jamie said and stuff like that these are the future of the union because these 22 fours are going to be eventual package drivers and as much as at the moment they probably seem like the the ousted children of the group because you know it's not their fault that they've been classified as 22 fours it's the unions the international unions fault that that, that, that we have right. this position so we have to, you know, welcome them, educate them, get them involved, get them to vote. And, uh, you know, our vote is super important in 18 months, 16, 17 months' time. And, and I can't stress that them. enough. How, how, do, how, like do, you, how do you feel about that, uh, or Sean O'Brien running? You know, I I know we've spoken about this a, a couple of times. Like, on the, I would love to have a, a proper Q&A with Sean O'Brien running because I still, you know, I still, I know there's a lot of, bad past feelings out there with, with what with what he represented and done years gone by um you know and and you know i still think that he owes us an answers to some of the questions i still think he owes us a, at least a sit down that's where i stand but i do trust what uh, what vincent perone is going to do you know so you know my faith's in him and hopefully that faith won't be you know misguided down the track well i did ask him to come to uh one of our general membership meeting whenever there's uh thing comes away and to actually 
introduce himself to our local 804 members and actually stay there and answer right, some don't, questions don't be run, yeah. and don't be running like run you did away. the last yeah. time like the last time you did the last e-boy what they did was you know introduce them rah 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 and then he had to catch a plane to where Mexico I don't know but whatever <laughs> he 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 he, he ran out of there Australia tell him. <laughs> he ran out of there without asking any questions and answering any questions and that's what the members of 804 needs they need a closure of what he did in the past with the Hoffa guy. A hundred percent correct, Hector. And listen, I don't expect him to um to to like, you know, be like, listen, you know, I'm a hundred percent incorrect and stuff. Just own up to it, saying I didn't see the light, you know, going forward, this is my vision, this is my plan, this is what I want to do, and this is I need you guys to be on board with me and trust me, you know, I'm asking for one last chance to trust me. I think I think, you know, our, our local is 95% anti-Hoffer anyway, so I think, you know, he'll get our votes, but I think just, especially some of the older guys, I think they just need to hear that. Just be like, all right, you know, let's, I'll get a little bit more proactive, and maybe, you got to realize, if one person can get another two or three people to vote, that's huge. Yes. You know, that, that that's big, and that's, yes. that's the pitch. You don't have to get 10 or 15 people to vote. If everybody that's proactive takes the time to get two or three, maybe four people to vote, that's huge, and that's that's what we need, and that's I think that's what Sean has to come and do, and, and come and say, and, and have a chat with us, and clear the air a bit, and you know move on from that. I, I've kind of moved on from him. I trust Vinny. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We're and, in the backyard. Uh, and and uh, you know I trust I trust you know the, the the way the way Vinny and stuff wants to go with this, and because we need a change, like you know we, we can't we can't have a have a contract on the international level and it keeps getting abused and there's no repercussions because I'm I'm definitely all for uh you know you know uh like you know if they violate they could they violate my point they violate us every day and our recourse is a grievance um and then when they do and or, or our recourse is a grievance you know they think that we violate them they walk us off the they property off. Mm -hmm. and that's not fair I think the playing field has to be leveled that you know what you want to continue buying us then you know what your boxes stop getting delivered your packages stop going on the belt and then we can have a real conversation and fix everything and I think we have to get to that level to make the playing field level that's where I nice. stand with that well said Shane I that, mean you make yeah. a great point you make a great point I mean Joe Doherty hold on Joe Doherty says tell Shane I love his face Daughter, <laughs> daughter. He's a, he's a good Irishman. There's a lot of good Irishmen. He's one of the good ones. I saw him. I saw him. Uh, I saw him last week, and uh, you know, he's a, he's a good dude. He's a very good. And he's and uh, you know, you talk about the future and stuff. He's a guy with two or three years in that wants to be active, and that's what you need, guys like him. And what you were mentioning earlier about uh, the nine five and having an extra penalty when they continue to violate after you know the nine months of violations uh our buddy greg kerwood out in uh local 25 in boston says uh triple time and an additional time and a half well, should be uh uh thrown on top of that that's a good idea there greg that's a good idea but i want my time i don't i don't want to be out there so there has to be like if you violate three times you should maybe give the driver a choice of if we could pay an extra time and a half or will we reduce the work because I don't want the money. I want to be off the road. I want to be home with my family. So I think, you, you know, you need some sort of option and, and recourse with the drivers that legitimately don't want to be out there, bring them off the road. That's right. And I thought creating a 22-4 22, 22 position was supposed to alleviate some of this. And I know it's a pandemic. I get that. But contract is contract. They didn't say anything about a COVID-19 pandemic coming up changes anything. So That's correct. you want us to stick 
Because you know what? They, they still want us to only carry out five or six OPHs and sick days and still look to discipline guys even during this pandemic for attendance. That's right. Then you know what? You should The company should own up to responsibility. Then you fix my load after I filed three nine five grievances. You can't. They can't have it both ways. And they want to continue to violate seniority. They want to continue to tell guys they are not entitled to days that they're entitled to. Exactly. And the list goes on and on and on. Exactly. So you're absolutely right, Shane. And that's all. You know, it's, it's a con there's a contract for a reason. You know, and you know, you want us to abide by it, then you abide by it too. That's all with that stuff. Oh, oh thank you, Mr. Shane. Thank you, Shane Devine. Jamie, well, always a pleasure. The man from you. down under. Always don't, don't, don't tag me. Don't tag me now. <laughs> oh, he's getting tagged. I'm going to make sure Vinny tags him going forward and everything. Yeah, I don't want to get into that politic bullshit you guys be going through with. <laughs> so freaking your, your man Trump. It's not my man Trump. It's your man Vinny keeps tagging me on my man Trump. <laughs> <laughs> That's Vinny. That's it. Uh, just, just a quick announcement now. Um, they have the withdrawal card that you can fill it out we online now. If you're out on disability, workers comp for more than for a whole month, you can fill out your withdrawal card online. You can also fill out your reinstatement online now too. So that's for everybody that's already have a withdrawal card in. You can also reinstate yourself online. And for the retirees, you can also pay your your medical online. Your you don't COVID, have to. You don't have COBRA, right? No Cobra. Cobra, whatever that is. What what Cobra? No, that's not that. Okay. No, it's the medical. You know, the medical when you're retired, you could instead of going to the hall, or sending a check to the hall, you now right. you can uh, you can now uh, do it online. So that's a good thing. Also, you have uh, don't forget uh, Mauricio and Marisi. They're also doing the um, the wills and the um, the. Uh, power of attorney and stuff like that for uh, free for the members. Are you full? Yeah. Oh, I'm good, man. You I, ate a lot. I had some venison. He you know, you don't even yeah. bring food for Jamie, yeah, myself. For Jamie doesn't eat no venison. He doesn't even eat meat. I don't what? know what he eats. What was man. that? What was that? Luba bone was putting around. I don't. I don't know, but it was delicious. What is it? What is that? It was so tasty. Oh, you know, it is, it's tasty. in Puerto Rico, those are tortones. <laughs> it was more like a bacalaito. Yeah, like a bacalao. yeah, yeah, like a ba bacalaito. That's right. That's good. I love that T-shirt, by the way, Vin. Can we get a little bit of that um, Game of Thrones music? Do you have that? Ah, come on. Uh, give me a you got to give me a heads up on that. Winter is coming. You know, winter has been coming, and it just keeps coming and coming and coming, and there's no end inside it. You at the company. There is no end in sight. I mean, we are sitting trailers behind. Stuff is not getting delivered. People are very upset. The customers are suffering. And what is the company doing about it? Absolutely nothing. They are trying. At the end of the day, they are trying to get us to do things that just basically they're violating the contract on every turn, every corner. Yes. And on top of that, as our as our president just pointed out the uh the short post packages we're having trouble now with the short post packages because the post office is refusing them from us so not only are we having trouble handling our own volume but now we're having extra volume because well as everybody knows short post is a package that determines by the size and the weight or the distance that it's going whether we deliver it or the post office delivers it and the post office at this point is refusing all their short post packages. 
So they're basically sitting in trailers. It is out of control. It is literally just like watching Game of Thrones happen on real life. But um, that's that's the way it's going down. <sighs> so you guys, guys, anything else? Because I want to really talk to Jamie. Oh, snap. <laughs> because I want to talk about that. <laughs> I want to talk about this damn hot seat bullshit. Oh, we're going on the hot seat. This is, this is, what what made you think about this Are you putting Jamie on the hot seat I'm putting Jamie on the hot seat right now. officially on the hot seat. Open mic. We got an open mic. Anybody? Anybody. Anybody Anybody that wants to ask a question to Jamie. Why? The hot seat was something that, um, I'm in other groups, you know, like travel groups and all that stuff. And, um, they have, you know, every, every week they have a hot seat. They have somebody on there. They ask questions. So, um. It was, yeah, make it one more. <laughs> Damn, he stopped talking for that. That must be good shit right there. It was something that I thought that would be good in our, you know, in our group as, as a local. You know, you can ask whatever member is in the hot seat, you know, some questions, and hopefully they would answer it. So it was just something like that. Yeah, but what, what made you, like, pick... Who, who you want to ask questions to. Right. You started with the president, you know, which was great. He had well, a 14-hour span of asking questions. Well, I started with him. I got it. It's he, good when you're, you're answering the questions. Right. I right. mean, when people are asking questions and you're not answering, right. you're only answering particular questions. The VP was next. Chris Williamson did a great job as well. Did he answer all the questions? He answered he did. all well, the, the questions. Re- the reason why I went that way is because he volunteered. I was really just going to be open to everybody to pick somebody or whatever. But then since he volunteered... So you ask, and then they respond with, yes, I'll do it? No, 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 no. No. He volunteered. When I put it out there, he volunteered. Well, that was the that was Vinny. He volunteered. <laughs> so being that he volunteered, I said, you know what? I had the um the old election sheet. You know what? Why not just do the, the but you have president, the platform. vice president, and then everybody else that went, that was, that ran during the last election as for president and vice president. So that way... They wouldn't be left, you know, they wouldn't feel like they were left out. Nobody wouldn't say that they were left out. And then once they're done, then you can open it up. So you had, you had, uh, Mr., uh, um, let's take this and run with it. Mr. Danny Montalvo. Right. And, um, but he took it and ran with it because he didn't ask any of the questions. So, so what are the purpose of you even putting him up there if you know he's not going to answer any questions? Well, it's voluntarily. If you don't want to do it, you have the opportunity. To answer questions, well, uh, are you trying? Are you trying to do? Are you trying to just put it out there that that uh, we have a president now that's open and he's he's transparent and he's out there on Facebook? So you want to know these guys that are, are, are thinking of running uh, are transparent with the membership? Also, that's what you're trying to get to. But, but first, I, I really don't know if they're running. I wasn't going off of whether they were running. If they're running, I don't know. Right. I'm going to, if, if he don't want to answer the questions, you have, well, this is your opportunity to answer questions and declare whatever. But Jamie, you have clear. this, you have this path, platform right, right here that they can call in and they can answer whatever questions you have. So what made you go with the hot seat on Facebook? If you have this platform here? Well, that was just something new. I said, you know what? Something new. Maybe people will be willing to answer questions that other members might have but as you can see some people don't the the thing that the the thing is that you have the same people asking the questions you don't have new anyone new asking questions you don't have any uh 224s asking questions you just have the same uh people that are but 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 
but isn't it weird once it's done they have questions for the person afterwards they post the well that's how it's always been it's been on the that the same thing because she, <laughs> I had Sean O'Brien on this radio station and he was live and people wanted to ask him a lot of questions and then when the show was over the questions come out you know and the same the, the, the same exact thing people when they see me they say yeah I got this question I got there it is they're there they're in a so-called hot seat now and, and, and then another question. thing that I didn't like that people were answering the questions for the person they were asking the question for well they're not supposed to answer well that we were hoping that nobody would but answer exactly the i mean question for the person now so. you had a uh, you had john guest do you know john guest i don't know him personally okay. i've met i him never met him I, I met him only because when he asked me to run with him uh, he asked uh, damien he asked raul he asked uh, lawrence grant to run with him when they was so, supposedly putting a slate together uh, Before I got into the uh, Experienced marriage slate um, That's when I first met John Guest I never and, and I don't know how many years he has on the job I have you know 14 years on the job And I was very active with the union And I never heard of the name John Guest Until I was asked to run with them at uh, With Rise Up uh, So Why would you put him on The hot seat if he's He's not an active union guy. I don't know. Well, he he ran for he ran for president on right. I believe it's right. It was rise up. That was so that's that, when I that first met him. That was the reason him. why I put him on that's, because he ran for. That's president. the first time I met him in fourteen but, years. But I I noticed that he does respond to questions. Or he has questions and he does respond in the Facebook group to certain questions and certain and he answers certain things. So that's why, even though he was a, even though he answered those questions, he's also ran for the presidency. So. I thought that well, being, I didn't want nobody that ran for president and vice president to be left, or rather, felt like I was leaving them out. So that's why I. But, I but don't you, get don't you think if there. they have something to say, they'll reach you and say, "Listen, I want to be on that hot seat. I want to answer some questions," and or you just randomly I just, just, went, I just put ran, names in. Well, I was going, I was going based off of that sheet. Because I, so I tell now, you this much: so if now you put, only one person. If you put me on the hot seat, I won't. I'm not good with texting. So right. if you want me to put me on the hot seat, you put me on the hot seat right now, live on the radio. Mm -hmm. I'll put the phone. You could call the number three four seven four zero three zero seven zero five, and you could put me on the hot seat right here on live. I mean, it would, it would be good if they come on the radio, or call yeah. in and, and answer questions. For, because anybody could text right. anybody could text and that don't necessarily mean you know dumb. You're right. exactly so you know by texting i i'd rather just do a live show uh i agree oh yeah listen we'll get a we'll get a c and put it on fire over here i don't know as, as you can see Joni, I mean, it's, it's, elaine it's, miller hector a, is doing just fine he didn't hurt himself okay it's a, it's a start <laughs> yeah he was wondering if I you was, were okay I was when you <laughs> took that little dive there. I, I did take a dive I was tipping over but I caught <laughs> myself the high, the high seat is a start you know to, to get people to loosen up to answer questions or to ask questions it's not that I'm trying to I don't know who's running so I, I can't say oh this guy is running let's put him or her on the high I don't know if they're running I have no idea Mr. Rodriguez uh, out there in uh, I forgot what local he's on he's uh, yeah we are live here in the backyard of Ricky's backyard in Suffolk County with your host Tony Rosario and Jamie Haynes so they just asked a question are we live or off the air we are definitely live on the air right now so the hot seat <laughs> here we go with so the we hot only seat. have we only have one more person to do what do you mean you have one more person to do one more person from that list of vice president and, and president. Who who's that person, Jamie? I believe his, his name is Michael or Mike 
Barbera or something like Mike that? Mike Barbera. Now, I know Mike Barbera. I don't know him personally, but I know he ran with uh, Rise Up. The Rise Up. The Rise Up. I think he ran That was a mix-up. Right. It wasn't like that in the beginning. Let me tell you the story, all right? Because I was in there. The story was that it was Joe Carnival was going to run for vice president with the Rise Up, uh, Rise Up 804. Uh, and then they spoke to Barbera, and then they knocked Joe Carnival off and then put Barbera on as vice president. John Car uh, Carnival got pissed off, and he's just left the slate completely. Now, in the beginning of time of Rise Up, it was such a mix-up. And they asked me to run with them. I've been to two meetings with them. I met up with uh, Steve Medina. I met up with John Guest. And I met up with this other guy, a Spanish guy. I forgot his name. I don't even know who he is. But they offered. They they didn't know who was going to be the first top seven. That's why I got this. You know, that's why I got. Wait a minute. I backed up for a little bit. Because me and Damien was asked to run in, in the slate. And Raul Molestina. And Lawrence Grant. And, um... It was a it was a mix up because they didn't know who was going to be the first seven. At this point, Hector, did you know anything about them hiring a PR person? Oh no, I didn't. I did. I almost did because when they asked me to uh, do a deposit, they, if I wanted to run with them, they wanted a four thousand dollar deposit from each guy, and I was like, four thousand dollars to run? What are you crazy? What was the four thousand dollars for? So and then they asked me what was the four, they told me what was the four thousand dollar for for a PR guy, a PR person, and then. The rest of the stuff And I was like eh, You can leave me out of it Because I'm not paying $4,000 To represent For someone else To represent me Was this PR person A union person? Absolutely not Oh wow it, Absolutely not <laughs> And uh, I, I guess That was one of the errors That it was In that First of all They didn't know Who was the first seven Going to be I didn't know Who was going to be The president I don't know Who was going to be The vice president I didn't know anything And that's what That discouraged me To get out of there the And first run The first seven Or the people I ran vote, Listen Has a vote in Listen They was disorganized And I ran away from that I ran away from that Because they didn't They didn't have A first seven And when you're Putting a slate together You should know Who your first seven are I would also like to talk about some of the things. Listen, if anybody is planning on running, I don't know who they are or who's coming out the woodworks that plans to run against this executive board. First off, you got to out hustle these guys. These guys have been working tirelessly over the weekend. Second of all, I, I hope wait, you come wait, wait, up with I better. Just, I just received a text that said there's a there's a meeting going on today. Hmm. Someone is having a meeting putting their slate together okay good i mean listen if right. they if they, everyone is allowed to run if you hit in good standings with your union dudes well i would just like to remind everybody the things that happened in the past like for example if montavo is one of the people in question that plans on running i suggest that people remember what he put the negotiating committee through lying to members of the committee and saying one thing and walking out the door and doing another I suggest that they remember the I'm gonna take it and run with it I suggest that they remember all the business agents that he had that didn't show up for their members I just hope that at the end of the day if you guys are listening and you guys understand what this guy has done in the at the time that he was there backstabbing his own president he some, may not look at it like he was backstabbing because the president did something wrong but whatever it was being unloyal to your guy however you want to look at it it's still wrong amy wants to talk and and there's a lot of things that there are people running that i suggest you do your homework on because if you listen to some of our past shows and i'm going back i'm talking about during the election time when i was doing the show with charlie we spoke about a lot of the things that were happening we spoke about things that were said at the at some of the meet and greets 
including what happened at the Rise Up Meet and Greet where Jonathan Guest and some of the members from his slate were talking about changing the panel system, creating committees for social butterflies, and just doing a bunch of things that just didn't make any sense at the time. I just hope that you people all remember some of these things when it comes to election time. Amy Goldstein is here, and she has something she wants to say. Hello, Miss Goldstein. How are you? Thank you for well, stopping Amy, by. We could put Amy on the hot seat, too. There it goes. Uh-oh. Amy. <laughs> I just want to say I was overhearing what you guys were talking about regarding Montavo, Murphy, all you guys I want to try to run against our board. My opinion, you run against our board, you selfish people. Stay away. Bottom line. We're moving forward. We ain't trying to go backwards. So if you know what's best for you, just stay back. And that's it. That's all I got to say. Well, she almost dropped the mic, too. She was like, I'll drop that mic. All of that shit. I got cut off. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's just I'm making my food. I'm hearing what you're saying. Uh-huh. We trying to move forward. Our union needs to be strong and not weaker. We had them in. They were the worst damn things for us. Stay back. Thank That's you. the bottom line. That's Stay it. out of something because you don't want me to embarrass you. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, the fire from Amy Goldstein. Yeah, she's, she's fire. She's fire. I ain't putting her in the hot seat. She's fine. Yeah, you better not put her in the hot seat. She's going to put you in the hot seat. Yeah. Look, stay out oh, of my no. seat. <laughs> yeah, stay out of that hot no, seat, no. Jamie. Do not volunteer Amy for the hot seat, please. Yeah. <laughs> She'll have... My, my phone is going to be ringing. Yeah. Delete this hot seat ASAP. No, no, no. Did, did, did Montavo even uh, get back to you on that hot seat? No. Or anything at all? Like, when you tagged him on it, actually. He didn't answer. And anything. how about Murphy. He's not, I don't think he's in the group. Well, he's in the group. He is in the group because name. I saw him uh, comment. On, he did? He comments somewhere. He comments. But anyway, whatever. Und- I mean, under, under his name? It is I what it is. Name, it is what it is. I mean, everyone knows what happened in the last executive board. Uh, the whole fuck up thing. Uh, the new 224s don't know what happened. The history of Local 804, how bad it was. So they they need to get educated. Right. The twenty two four. They need to know what's going on and what we what we looking to do here so good, in local eight oh four. Yo, you gotta stop eating and do the show, bro. Oh, I'm, seriously, I'm bro. Doing it. Because I'm, doing I'm not it. I'm supposed to be the producer and I'm freaking doing the show, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's your show. Listen. It's not my show. <laughs> Heck the four, this is show. The the big bad wolf from Brush Avenue. Listen. So so I'm I'm eating venison. Delicious. So now well, I guess we have to get into this. Um I really didn't want to. But um, Forsterville is having a little issue. Got it on there now. I'm trying to take this. This is th- this is gonna be our last backyard uh, broadcast. I swear to you. No, I'm not doing this. No, I'm really not about? doing this. We can't do that. No, we can't. I can't because you got to be doing what you got to do. I mean, we have a show to do here. I, I'm not. I don't want to do it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm That's here. it. Yo, Jamie, listen. <laughs> Let's take him out of the contract, please. He's, he's done. I told him. You know man. You know how hard it was just to find Jamie? I, I, I told him he's done. <laughs> so. Yeah. You going to give me a warning letter? Yeah. yeah. No, we give I, you a I'd like a shot, Stuart. Right Can I get a Stuart? Hey, uh, hey, like hey, hey, Frank, hey, Frank, you want a job without pay? <laughs> because this is without pay. This is, uh, you, Frank, know, Frank, I, you know, you know, I travel two Frank, hours. I Frank to represent for I, I, me. I you know I travel two hours from here, and you're doing, and you're like. It took me an hour and ten minutes. 
Well, if you were like that with, at your backyard, we wouldn't have burnt uh, burnt burgers. But I'm definitely not helping you while you eat. Frank, Frank wouldn't be a good traveler with this. We had to stop halfway here so we could take a pee. <laughs> I don't know. I don't and we live 30 minutes away. I'm just saying. 30 minutes away. Look at that. I got to drive two hours to it see happens. this guy eat. Oh, it's delicious, though. Um, I have to say they have an amazing spread here. You the guys, food, the food is very it's, good. It's very good. I very mean, good. from the from the clams to the venison to the just burgers and franks, it's absolutely delicious. Here is the legend Dave Carew here. Uh, he would like to say something. We have a new alternate steward about to be introduced. Uh, let's get Ricky Kylie over here if he can. We got uh, Dave Carew, Ricky Kylie, and they're about to. Uh, to bring on and uh, pass the torch to a young man that's coming up, and uh, he's uh, go ahead, guys, uh, introduce um, your buddy there. Well, actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn the mic over to Dave Carew for the outstanding job he's doing, backing me in the Hampton Center as probably one of the amazing alternates I've ever had yet. So, Dave, here you go. I want you to introduce Justin as brothers. Thank you. Brother. All right, well done, Ricky. Go ahead, Dave. So, uh, we. Uh, we have a couple oh, okay. of alternates that uh, decided to step down in the Hampton Center. Hampton Center is a beast. We got two peaks, twin peaks, you know, <laughs> where uh, it's it's a it's a strange strange uh, center just to start with. Um, and Ricky is a is a pit bull as a as a steward, you know. And and May twentieth of last year, he asked me to help him out, and I took it and ran with it. <laughs> don't, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> you took it and ran with it, really? Hey, tell you, hey, Danny, how you doing? <laughs> <I> <laughs> took, damn, man. Yo, a couple drinks later. Yeah, a couple drinks later and you fuck up. So anyway, um, you know, I, I, I started with just education and, and trying to educate the younger members and, and getting everybody involved. And... Uh, yeah, thanks, Texas. <laughs> I appreciate that. So anyway, <laughs> we uh, yeah. So so hopefully you guys never have to hear that again. <laughs> oh, we're that, gonna hear it again. That, that's that's where I'm at right now. But anyway, we have uh, uh, a member in, in in Justin Mercurio who Ricky asked, yeah, who Ricky asked, yeah. Ricky asked years ago, when Ricky first started, Ricky said, hey man, you want to jump on? And Justin was a little trepidatious about it. But, last week, Justin reached out to Ricky and said, what's going to happen if something happens to Ricky and something happens to Dave? Who, like, what, what happens in this center? And Ricky brought that to me and we discussed it. So, ladies and gentlemen... The newest alternate steward for the Hampton Center, Justin Mercurio. Justin right, Mercurio, Justin. all right. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Ricky. I'm excited to be here. Um, as you heard, I'm an alternate steward for the Hampton Center. Been here a little over 16 years. Seen a lot, heard a lot, I've learned a lot, and I still have a lot to still learn. Um, I did make that phone call because that did come to my head. What happened if something happened to Ricky? Then who's going to help Dave? I looked at my two alternates and I said, it's not going to be enough. 
I made that phone call. And I said, yo, I think I could do more. I could learn more. I could be stronger. I, I could help the guys in our union more. And um, from what I was told from my alternates, they didn't want no part. So I figured that was my time to step up. Yes, I did turn it down seven years ago. But I think this is my time to shine. Hey, you waited for the right moment, man. Good for you. Yep, that's it. Hey, Tony, tell, tell about you when you first started. Well, listen, uh, going back to me, uh, I, I went through the whole Ron Carey phase as a young kid with the company. Whoa, whoa. Right? So I started out, you know, at 1997, I had three years on the job when we went on strike. I was in third grade. And <laughs> <laughs> putting that out there. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. I appreciate you making me feel a lot younger. Uh, so, um, you know, I, I went through a phase of being disheartened because after what happened to Ron Carey, I felt like if they can take a man like that down, then uh, what, what is the union doing? You know, he did so much for us. And for, for, for me to see him go down like that, it, it took it out of me. And I was just quiet for a long time. And I kept to myself and I did what I had to do just to basically stay alive at UPS. And, you know, I went on and I ended up, because of that strike, I ended up with a full-time job and started working full-time. But, you know, I was young. I was, uh, you know, I'm interested in hanging out with girls. I wasn't married. I had no children. And I had a motorcycle I'd like to ride around. You know, I was in a club. All kinds of stupid shit. Nothing had nothing to do with union. And then later on, you know, uh, uh, things started happening and I saw... The structure was getting worse, and I felt like at the time, if I don't say anything, what's going to happen here? And then I saw guys stepping up in my center, like Dave Cintron, who's a business agent now. I saw a guy stepping up, Juan Acosta, you know, and I saw, and these are guys that I grew up with the company with. And I said, you know what? I've always had a voice, you know, and uh, I'm going to start using it, and I'm going to see what I could do. I started talking to Hector. You didn't mention... Uh and Antoine, Father Antoine. Well, well, Antoine Andrews was one at the time. He had come a few years later, and he was under a, a different. Uh, he was in a different center. So Antoine Andrews also was uh, was. Um, well, he at the time he was an alternate under Memma, Dave Memma. Oh yeah. And uh, you know Antoine Andrews was at the time you know young up and coming as well, uh, always involved in the union. Boswell. Uh, Braswell? Eugene Braswell was always, you know, Mark Cohen and him was always doing a great job at one of the centers in our building. But me at the time, no. And then, uh, you know, it took, uh, it took that. It's it was it's only been the last three or four years that I truly just was like, you know what? Let me just start getting involved because I can't anymore. One, we get this contract rammed down our throat. I see that the executive board was doing nothing for us. Exactly. And I needed to help campaign for the guys that I had a feeling would be able to do something for us. And that's these guys right Absol here. Absolutely. That's EMS. Yep. And, uh, exactly who I voted and, for. And Vinny knows, you know, I would go wherever I had to go. I, I even took the train after work and went to the city and campaigned with them. Okay. Like, I didn't care if it was cold, if it was raining. I was freezing my ass off with Mark Cohen out there in one of the Forster Avenue buildings. And I just knew that we needed to change. Exactly. And at the time, I was calling up the show a lot, and Hector was like, "Listen, I might get elected soon. I don't know what's going to happen, but can some you would you consider doing the show?" And I was like, "Yeah, well, you know what? Why not?" And then it just took off from there. So it, you have 16 years. You just decided to get involved. 
even though you were probably involved the whole time, just like me, just behind the scenes, yeah. helping your members, teaching your guys. Yep. But yep. now you you step into where where the, the the spotlight can be a little bit sometimes, and you know you're gonna have more people looking for advice from you because that's what I noticed. The first thing you notice is that a lot of more people start coming to you, and that's when you're like, you know, read this, read the book, yeah. take a contract book, start reading it, and I'm gonna help you out. Any advice you have, just take them under your wing like these guys do. Just take them under your wing and just try to bring them on our side because that's the only way to do it, man. It doesn't matter how long it takes. Sometimes it takes a few years for you to, to, to really grasp it. But once you get it, then you know that with, without us being united, without us fighting together, we're all going to get our asses. Kicked. So he's, he's your number two guy. You're the, wait, you're number one, you're number two, and you're number three. Okay, cool. In reverse tide water? Yeah. <laughs> so, so the members got good, they got a yeah. good squad right yeah, here. Number three. Definitely a good, a good squad. So, I mean, if I was a, a regular member and I knew that you three guys were are gonna represent me, whichever one wasn't there or was there, that'd be that'd be great. So that's what we were looking for. Yep. Was somebody else to step up? Truthfulness, meaningness, and facts. Exactly. Exactly. So listen, well, Justin, congratulations yeah, on stepping up, Thank big you. dog. Thank you, guys. All right. Yeah, congratulations. Thank and let you. me say, you, a lot of stewards have stories. Like, I had a story also because I, w I wanted to be an alternate after I saw the, the shop steward that was doing nothing for the membership. And I gave him the opportunity to say, you know, put me as an alternate. I wanted to be the second alternate because I wanted to be the guy that goes into the office because, you know, the second alternate, they were friends. And it's not about friends, it's about representing the members in the right way. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yep. So the guy that I ran against was Dwight Phillips. If you guys all know who Dwight Phillips is, he was from the old executive board. And I gave him the option. I said, if you don't put me on second, I'm going to run against you. And the funny thing is that the business agent, which was Dave Oranger at the time, came up to me and says, please don't run against him. Let him stay as a steward. I was like... Why? F you. I'm doing it. No, why? Why? Exactly. Why? Is he, he making wouldn't. deals inside? Exactly. So I, I I had to do it on my own, like against the BA, against, and the members voted, and they voted completely a, a Overwhelmingly. lot. It was, uh, it was 68 to uh, 20. So uh, they, they got him. We got him out of, we got him out of the shop steward ever, ever since I got into the shop steward. The first thing I did is went to one of those TDU conventions where I met uh, Vinny Perone. And I didn't know shit from Stewart. I was just learning this part, sitting with him for an hour or two and him and Scott Damone in Chicago. And they explained to me what was going on with the steward and what I should be looking for. I learned the next the, the weekend was over i went there they already knew that i i went to this conference they already knew they were coming getting into and i changed the whole it went through a 360 after that no one was going into the office whoever was going to it was represented the right way without this guy and when i i still was a shop steward when uh the white filler became a ba and i said to him because i didn't like the way he was doing uh some horse trading and i said to him i'm i'm going after your job next which okay. is the BA job and and I definitely took his job too and he retired right after that so That's it. Yeah. but we got to represent the members at 110 percent that's why I'm here absolutely that's why I'm here you know we have some shop stores that are uh, uh, management pets that they take deals for guys and all that I don't like that I don't like no company shops do it I mean there's a lot of company shop stores out there uh, I don't know who they are, but there's there's some out there that takes deals, and that's bullshit. Okay. 
I agree. That's more than bullshit. Yeah. Never take a deal from a, a manager. They're right. the worst Ron enemy. Ron Ron no, no, no. no. Never sell out your members. Exactly. That's Never that's sell it. out your members. You fight them to the fullest extent. There's you do the best. We have to stand by it, and that's why we have a contract. That's correct. That's, that's correct. Line. That's correct. And if you got to listen, remember, when you're in that office, you're in the same level as the center manager. So if he curses, you curse. If he tells you to F off, you tell him to F off. Okay. They can't do nothing to you. You're well, in the you same level. F off. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening. Oh, I've had a fair share of those. Yeah. <laughs> so you're in the same level now. A lot of shop stewards don't understand. Once you leave that meeting, <laughs> that union meeting, and you're walking out that door, you're now an employee. So you yeah. cannot yeah. fuck them off sure at that I time. So, I got you. All right. Well, so what, okay. what, what I really like about it is that I see that Ricky Kiley is a veteran steward. And he has worked really hard with the members from what I'm hearing and from what I see. Especially when I went to that Christmas party, I saw the camaraderie, the camaraderie that you guys have. And then you went and take on Dave Carew as your alternate, knowing that he's the kind of guy he is. And that was a great speech you gave at that Christmas party. It blew me away. And I really did appreciate it. And I could see, like, from one veteran coming, bringing in the next one, and then now even bringing in a third, preparing for when you're ready to go, you're going to leave your guys okay because they'll have Dave and, and Justin to continue. That's, that's, that's exactly what it's all about, buddy. That's exactly what I said. That's what it's all about. You're damn right. That's what I'm talking about, Rick. And that's what I said, yeah. So it starts with you. So much appreciated, Ricky Kylie. Much appreciated. Thank you for your service, sir, and your continued service. And you guys keep doing what you're doing, you know? Got a lot of love for you, Dave. We're going to be hitting the road soon, you and me. Don't you tell me with <laughs> Wherever we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to Philly, right? Yeah, you're going, going to Philly? No, I'm not going to make it to the Philly. Oh, you're going to Philly. Hey, I listen. I was trying to get a day off, but I got I got to do Everything you guys are doing, I did. That's boots on the ground. That's yes, a sir. good thing to have other locals go to other locals and Just represent what we, we want to do here with uh, Oz and Vinny. Uh, yeah. It's, it's fun. It's fun. Are you guys gonna stay over there, or are you guys just gonna go with day trip? A day trip? Uh, not me. I'll go over there and get a hotel. <laughs> Some of us are planning to go to uh, Boston. I believe we're gonna be doing Maryland. Uh, I don't know if it's next week or I gotta talk to some of the Foster guys. That's where we're gonna be hitting. But I know they're going to Philly, and okay. it's basically you know this petition drive. Is, is that your state? We're all we're going all over wherever we gotta go to make sure these signatures get signed, so we can make sure that we get the right people in. Uh, in, in office there, right? Isn't that right, Mr. Chris Connolly there? All right. <laughs> Chris Connolly. <laughs> yeah, so. Sergeant at arms. Well, I'm back. Thank you, Mr. Frank Wellen. Well, congratulations. Good to have you on board. You are on, uh, you are on Jamie's hot seat. That's right. Get out of here. I'm done. I'm done. Congratulations, Justin, man. But, I, you know, that's, that's good for you guys that, that did that. And going to bring a guy from, um, from you know, into the e boy in, into that's the right. into the union stuff to learn more about the contract. Um, that's the best thing to do is learn the contract. Everybody takes that contract. They want a contract, but they don't read it. We'll do like Jamie. Take it to the toilet <laughs> while you're sitting down, concentrating on something. You can uh, you read that turn contract. The page, yeah. That's exactly and I'm talking, I, and I'm talking a little bit too much here on the show today because you know he, he, this he, he's Tony just, he's is just like eating. way out. It's just me and you, you know. Today. Tony likes to. I'm, I'm running the background here. He likes he likes to uh, mingle and and you know. We got our buddy Matthew Lockwood here. Said did Shane bring the Vegemite? Yes, he did. He brought the Vegemite. 
That's how he was strong enough to catch Hector when Hector went down. <laughs> we got. Um, Let's get it straight. I didn't go down. I was on my way down. Okay. Don't get everybody going to think that I fell on the floor. I did not reach the floor. Uh, Greg Kerr with triple time and additional time and a half. Oh, I see what you were saying, Greg. Okay. He definitely wants it to be stopped, like uh, um, Shane Devine was saying. It was an explanation of the triple time. Yes, we know about that. The time and a half plus another time and a half that's what makes it triple time for the nine five grievances um oh good question how do we know this is from carl morial how do we know that the withdrawal went through when you do your withdrawal card online now how is it you know it went through do you get uh, a confirmation code I don't, or? I don't think so what i what i have my guys doing when they do it to email me right after that to i can uh, go right to go the yeah right. i can go check it out um, I don't know if it's a, it gets you a confirmation uh, number or confirmation that they got it, but I tell my guys to just email me uh, the copy of that withdrawal card so I can make sure it went in. Carl Morial has something here for you, uh, Mr. Haynes. The hot seat is a great concept, but we should get the members' permission before they are on the seat. That's what I was. That's what I was talking about before. Well, we'll we'll, we'll do it. We'll do that eventually. Once once this last person is over, whether they do the do the hot seat tonight, then we'll go on and we'll. Who we'll you have on the hot seat next? That's the last person from that ran for Mike Mike Barbera. He's Mike Barbera. Just to I don't get, think just to get that just to get that. that did he confirm over. with you? Or? No, he didn't. Is he even on Facebook? He's on there. He is on there. He's on there. I never so, see him com comment. That's why. I don't, I have no idea. So I don't know. I if never he, even know that name is. I just looked on that sheet. I looked on the sheet and I said, "Oh." Do you know if he's running? Oh, I don't understand. I don't, I don't you know don't. If he's you don't know who you're picking. That's that's running. I'm going from the last sheet. I don't know right. who's running. Right. Right. Well, I I can probably I guess tell once you. That comes out once can, they start running. If they want to go, well, I guess once they running, they can come. I think I think there should be a debate. That's forget the hot seat. Whoever's running. It should be a debate. It should be a debate between the president, president and the pre and the president. All the presidents. Run. And That's all correct. the vice presidents and all whatever. I, 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 we, we tried to set that up uh, for the last well, we one. Still, we all still we had was EMS listen. and, and uh, Vinny invited us to Pick his a home. place. Pick a place. Pick a place. I'll go there. I'll set the whole microphone right. stuff yep. up and yep. we'll have a the debate. The hot seat is not for that. There should yeah. be a debate. It, 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 I listen, think this local it's needs not, a debate. Listen, I know someone is going to say yes to that right away and that's Vinny. Oh, yeah. Because he's like transparent. So I don't know if anyone else is going to agree to a debate. Uh, especially against Vinny. He said no. He said he's not doing <laughs> he's it. He's not going to do it. He's okay. not going to do it. Well, may, well, sure maybe, he is. Maybe you the stop members, it, Vin. Well, we, maybe the members can, can ask for that. <laughs> All the members can do something to get it. It's not it his focus. It's it, it, not Vin's focus right now. His focus is on helping the local. He's not even worried about it. Well, we shouldn't be worrying about a year and a half to go... Uh, you know, thinking about running, running and who's election, running. Right. We're, we're trying to run a local right now, right. and these uh, mits, mishaps, whatever they want to, they want to put up a, a slate together. Let them put a slate together. If you are, listen, anyone could run. If you have a good standings in your union dues, you can apply to run against whatever you want to do. You want to put a slate together, you can put a slate together. You got to get fourteen guys to run against the slate that's in there now. Okay. Don't be confused. Just do what you got to do. Don't put it out. You know, you know, don't be sneaky about it. Listen, if it's not broken, why fix it? Correct? That's now, right. let me make you understand what the union does. 
when it comes to a person when when something is wrong like the last like we had to someone had to run against them to get them out to get a new regime in there to fix the problems that we were having got that we did that now everything is running the way it should be running and people still want to run you know why and you know what expense it is to our union because we have to we have to give we have to put out almost 35 to 40 thousand dollars for you know for uh the election supervisor, her staff, the rentals, the ballots, and all that. We got to spend that money. The union, your union dudes got to spend that money. Are you going to be looking into getting a PR person? No, no PR person. Just I, checking. Listen, I, I didn't want a PR person when I was with them when they asked me for $4,000. And I said, I don't need no one to tell me hey, about I'll, me. I'll be the PR guy just for free if you guys want. Yeah, I know. You like to talk. You keep saying PR. <laughs> Who had a PR? What, what is well, that means Puerto Rican. No, it don't mean that's a PR. You said PR or PA. <laughs> PR. <laughs> what is you know? You they keep mentioning PR. Yeah, public I, I, relations. I, I, a public. A public relations. Who, uh, who uh, had that? What, Ray, Rise, up. Rise up. had a public relations. They paid uh, a woman that wasn't a union person to tell you to members how good they were. She she was getting paid. Listen, if I was paying you ten thousand dollars, you'll tell me I'm the best guy in the world, right? Because I'm paying you, right? But when was she doing that? She I'm, she I'm went lost. she went to the. Did you not go to the rise up uh, meet and greet? Right, the, you talking about the lady that was in the yes. Like, oh, that I didn't was know the, that was a PR yeah, person. they paid her to represent the members. Oh. She's not a member herself, a, no, a union member. They pay her whatever her money to tell well, them. She was supposed to tell me. She was why supposed I'm to voting. tell no. She was supposed to tell you that the guys that are running rise up are best for your interests. How you. can she tell you she is best for your interest when she's not even a union not person union, and right. she's not even a package car driver or nothing? Right. She's just a person that's going to represent them and get paid for it. Uh, so when they asked me to run with them with that, I told them absolutely not because I don't need an outside person telling the members four stories about me. Right. I can tell that myself. Right. So that's why I didn't, you know, that's not, that's like, mm, 30% of the why I didn't want to run with them. The other uh, 60% was because they was disorganized. Okay. And I wanted to be with somebody that knew the first seven. And that's what I did, what I did. And when that's you say the at. first seven, what's the first seven? First seven is the president, mm -hmm. the vice president, the secretary of treasure. You have your recording secretary. And then you have your recording secretary and... Wait a minute. The first five. President. First five. Recording secretary. Are those the people that have they have a voting right? And then you have your trustees. Okay. So you have three trustees. So that's your first seven. First seven. Those are your okay. first seven guys that you should know when you're running a slate. That you should know who those first seven guys are. Everything else is BAs, and if you're going to hire a union rep, that's the way it goes down. Okay. So they didn't have that for me. They didn't know who wanted to be the president. It was between him and, and Steve Medina. You know, they was going back and right. forth. I said, okay, since you don't have the president, who's the who's going to be the secretary of chair? We don't know. Who's going to be the recording secretary? We don't know yet. So when you're putting a slate together, you got to have the first seven guys. That's your first thing. The BAs will come afterwards. But you got to present yourself as the first seven guys. These are going to be the first seven guys. And then that's how you start a, a, a slate. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they, they, they learn from the lesson the last time and they do it right this time. Uh, how, how do 
how do people become a BA? Is that mainly from the shop stewards moving no, up? Or no, no. You, you don't have to be a shop steward to be a BA, but you have to be, to be a BA, you have to be into the union. Right. I mean, some kind of, you have to have some kind of knowledge, knowledge <laughs> of, 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 you know, knowledge being, is key. Exactly. But you <laughs> knowledge put, of the contract. Right. Sometimes, you know, you have uh, uh, the uh, team leader or a president like Tim Sylvester that hired uh, Ken. Ryman, I think, I believe, and I don't think Ken Ryman was a BA. I mean, a, a shop steward. Uh, but you have to have some kind of influence. Like you, you, you're into the union. You're into the contract. You are. You, you, you're fighting the company. Right. So the way you fight the company is the way you're gonna fight for your membership. Right. You know. That's why. Well, look, uh, heck, we only got about five minutes left here. I want to give a couple of no. We're gonna we're gonna extend this time because uh, you 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 okay, you owe you owe time. I owe time. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna pay the time. You made me you made me <laughs> work for my fucking money That's today. That's great. <laughs> I did. You're right, you're right. You do. I drove two hours here to be I, away from someone, and you got me here, who you love dearly, and I'm so sorry. Okay, so big. You know, you know what I'm saying? Big, big well, shout well, out well. to one of the Hampton hooligans, Christopher Coleman, who's listening on the show right now. I want. That's right. Huh? Why isn't Coleman here? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it Coleman? If you're uh, nearby, He's swing listening. by, man. Swing by. I want to see you. Coleman, they, they're screaming for you here. Amy says you better get over here. Get that ass over here. Get that, get that <laughs> ass over here. Ass over here. Uh -oh. yeah. uh, Amy don't Joe play. Doherty says, I love old episodes. Hector used to go off. What? And he doesn't go off now, Joe, as in comparison to now? Do you not hear this man? He doesn't know no, not, I how to not be, to go off. I have to be real respectful here because, uh, you know, this is Rick's house. Yeah. So. Right. This isn't Brooklyn. You this know, is we, ain't Brooklyn when I could get ghetto. Where, where the cops ain't going to come kick exactly. us out. Exactly. <laughs> I can't get... <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I give a shout out right quick? Sure. Shout out um, from Brooklyn. <laughs> well, I, would, I would like to give a shout out to the Marine Park shop steward, Braswell and his team. All right. All so right. Hand, wait, wait. Don't wait, forget let me, let me Emil. Finish. Emil, his, his Russian counterpart. The Braswell and, and his After entire, he ate all that food, he got all the energy now to talk. And, and his entire team for handling a certain situation with a 22-4 that... Um, I can't go into the topic because it's still supposedly going to panel or whatever. That's but, right. um Which I doubt it will go there. But they, they've handled that along with Dave Centron. They took care of that very good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and that was it. Go ahead, Tony. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Uh, Greg Kerwood agreed with you earlier on, uh, on We Are. That's right. When you're in the room with the manager... You are on that same level same as level. a steward. As a steward. So if he likes to curse, you could go right ahead and curse back, right back at them. Listen, I don't even need them to curse. I'm already cursing when I'm in that room. Carl Morial loves what's going on. He says all stewards should bring on a young, hungry member as an alternate to Absolutely. teach him the ropes and make him their... They are the future. Make them him the higher to the throne. The, the young guys are the future of this local. That's it, man. Like he said earlier, we want to leave this place better than, than when we... You know what I mean? You want to leave it better than when you... You want to leave the place better than when you came in. That's correct. All right. That's the way it rolls. What it says, Hector, why... Uh, I'm not sure. Peter Hector Sullivan is smoother now. Remember when Fred called in and Hector was skeptical with his LOLs? <laughs> Yo, Pete, Pete from Arizona. It's always a pleasure to hear from you, brother. 
Um, you know, Pete also says be safe and smart when petitioning out there. You don't want to deal with that COVID-19. Trust me, and I love your show. Thank you, Pete. Pete's one of our members who had the COVID for a little while. Thank God he's doing much better. Pete, I'm glad to hear that you're doing better from that. And yes, trust me, we will be out there. We will be careful. We'll have our masks on. And uh, But Boots got to go on the ground, and we will be out there petitioning, and uh, you know, getting this petition drive done. Uh, so when, when, when are they going to come over to Forsterville to get Yeah, they did. Chris said never got the invite. I've, I've never wait, wait, wait. They were at Forster. Vinny Forsterville. was at Forsterville. Forsterville. Oh, Forsterville. What, what they weren't? Oh, yeah, you know what? Never I'm came gonna to go, Forsterville. Well, I'm going to go there uh, this week then. I'll be over there. Where is, where is Forsterville? Right <laughs> around the corner. I know. I know, around the I know corner. they were at Forster, yeah. but it seemed like we, we get lost in, in the... Tell Vinny. Stuff. Vinny's here. Why did he go to uh, Forsterville? Why you didn't come to Forsterville for the signatures? Uh -oh. <laughs> because because the guys had it covered and I went somewhere else. <laughs> they, they never came to Forsterville. He can't I, be everywhere. He's only one man. I, I've been to your building. No, not. I'm talking about to get the signatures. Somebody was at Forster, but they never came to Forsterville. That's why I was asking when were they going to come to Forsterville? Oh no, we still have we still have four or five buildings during the day to hit. And then we're gonna um, switch over to the nights and hit a bunch. Yeah, of they haven't. At night. But they didn't even hit us during the day. They even. Well, they, said this, Jamie, I haven't. Four or five more buildings that have to be hit. Manhattan. But we're a part of Forster. Yeah, hey, hey, we take it easy. Other places. You could have had a team at Forster and a team at Fosterville. Come what? on. He don't have were you, crumb cake. Were you on the team? I was on the team for a few minutes. And you, you, I actually you could have let, to go you let me know too. Somebody could have told me that y'all were going to do that, so that way I could have helped out. Amy, got some people I, to help. I have an extra clipboard, Jamie. I will give it to you on Unbelievable. Monday. Unbelievable. Y'all forget of, all about me. To change the subject, one of your members <laughs> sent me 77 pictures of his feet. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the, who, do you know who the member was? <laughs> I want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Somebody's got a foot fetish. Oh my god, that's sickening, man. Feet. Sheesh. Oh, you or or her, Greg. <laughs> okay, Greg. <laughs> that's right. Uh, uh, Joe says thank you, Anthony. For the Robert Schwartz thing, thanks for that. Oh, yes, I told Joe about reading the Robert Schwartz interview that you guys have on the website. He loved it. I mean, for all stewards or anybody's planning to become a steward, I think that Robert Schwartz interview is a great thing to read. Uh, read Robert Schwartz books, period. The guy is uh, an amazing wealth of knowledge. Yeah, I got all his books. Anybody wants to borrow, you get to call me. I'll, I'll, I'll lend it to you. I read all his books. And Latest, Pete. What was latest? Piece? No, he's out. He's out. Oh, he's out. Yeah, we're gonna be getting off the air. So yeah, he says he said to me. He said that I was. I'm smooth now. I mean, back in the day, you know, when I had the show by myself, when you guys uh, wasn't around and listening, I was kind of. <laughs> I was rough. listening. I was kind of rough. Yeah, I had to calm down because now I'm in the executive board, so I have to, you know, relax. But I, I still have my ways of, uh, you know, doing saying and saying it without biting my tongue because that's what it is you know be truthful out there and let it all out you know Vinny is transparent to this whole thing you never heard uh, Eddie Viata or any of the other presidents even go online and talk about anything about what's going on in the local you have now a transparent uh, uh, president that tells it all he doesn't hold back and he answers all the questions on the hot seat <laughs> uh, hot seat of Jamie Haynes <laughs> I don't know. I call it a cozy. I think it's a cozy. 
I don't think it's a hot seat. But uh, I think you should, with, with that hot seat thing, I think you should, like someone said, get the permission of the member to see if they agree to get on it instead of putting them on the spot. You know, like you have to make them answer the questions. They, they don't have to. It's voluntary. You, you don't have to. If I, you listen, don't answer, that's on you. I'm, I'm, you know what? I, if you ever put me on that hot seat, I'm going to write. I'm gonna, my comment is going to be like. You can plead the fifth. I'm not going to plead the fifth. <laughs> I, got my, I got my own platform to plead. The, you know, I can say whatever I want on this air. There we go. And if you take it the way you take it, tough shit. Be a man. There we go. You know, I'm not going to type it out and tell you how I feel. I'll tell you right here straight up in the What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio. This is the platform for it. This also is the platform for anybody that wants to run, that wants to put put it out there to the membership. Get on the air. Talk. I thought that was the... I thought that... Get on this mic over here. I already said there's no one running. Why are we talking about this? I thought, Gemini and Tow Truck says this was the least cursed show ever. Wow, that means we've been good with the language today. Hector. The reason is because we're in somebody's backyard. We're in somebody else's property. Yes, and there's ladies here, so, you know. Yes. Besides, besides, uh, we had oh. ladies besides Jamie here. Big shout out to Dean Dawes. <laughs> Dean Dawes had sent us some uh, baseball cards with some of the guys from uh, from California with the Gemini and Tow Truck guys, Dean Dawes and Wayne Ponsky. Is, I'm going to give you your the bottom I, or the top. Uh, Dean is the always the guy on the top. Oh, okay, all right. So, so I'm going to get you your cards. I got we have cards Dave. For you Dave wants to say something. And Dave, go ahead, Dave. Talk to us, brother. I'm just like just in reference to Jamie's hot seat. It's. Uh, Listen, he threw it out there. I think it's a big thing when people do answer the questions. And I think it's kind of weak if you don't answer the questions. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, they agreed to do it. But there's a platform set up for you to answer any question from any member. And especially if you're starting to try and set up a slate against uh, the, the current EB. If you're trying to set something up and you want what these guys have right now, full transparency is how you're going to start it. So not answering the question, ground ball questions. There were some ground balls in there. Easy, like easy questions to answer. Straight up, man. Right. You're not going to answer those. Even if you don't hit the the hard hitting questions like Jamie has. Even if you don't hit those. The ground ball questions. It's only questions. It's just questions. <laughs> pick and choose. Nobody's beating you up. But to, to not you know show, you got the answer. To not show up for the show, man, that says a lot to me. Yeah, nobody and it says, and it says a lot to other, you know, hourly workers it's, like myself. And that's all I got to say. This is how we all get to know each other. We're, we're, ex- we're extending the show a little bit uh, more because uh, uh, Anthony has to uh, make up his time. Matthew for lost time. Lockwood. I'm running. Oh, wait a minute. Just to the fridge to get another beer. All uh, <laughs> right, Matt. You go right ahead, buddy. We're going to join in on you there. Yeah, so uh, thanks for saying that, Dave. Uh, that's, what it, that's what it's all about, transparency here in Local 804. Members can't be left in the dark. That's the whole point. We were left in the dark the last three years when they were just not telling the members what was going on in the panel system. Vinny, every time, he, he don't care. You know, he tells it as it is. The OE boy, you know, if they lost a, a panel case, they, they, lost a lot. They, they lost a lot of panel cases. They didn't report to the members about that panel case because that's how you learn. That's how it learns. Hold on. I think I got a call. Hold on a second. No. Yeah, lady. Wait, keep talking. 
All right. Uh, question, question from somebody, a hard-hitting question for Jamie Haynes from our brother, the Irishman, Joe Doherty. I answered it. He said, no, you didn't. He said, is that like Cyrus? Uh, he wants to know about the Cyrus question. Uh, telling a center person should be shops to it without being part of that center shop. Can Jamie comment on Cyrus's post as far as the Stewart comment? I'm not sure where that came from. Uh, one of the comments you put up talking about Stewart's. We have, a, we have a caller. Caller, can you hear us? Okay. All right. What's your name, sir? This is Union Power Radio. Tony, your host, speaking. Hey, Bill Keller, what's going on, bro? How's everything? A <laughs> uh, question for Mr. Perone. What's up? I'll answer for Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> Go back years. years. Alright, bye. Coleman can't make it, but he said he wants Justin on the radio and wants a question. Hello? No, actually, not. Hello? This is the. Bill Keller has a question. He wants to know. If Juan Campos from Local 705 in Chicago, if uh, do you believe that Juan Campos, just like Ron Carey did with our local, where he made us part of the IBT, you know, he wants to know if you know, I, I don't know if Vinny can answer this question. If Juan Campos there it goes. plans to, there it goes, uh, okay, yeah, we're on. If Juan Campos plans to do the same with his local in 705, because they're actually not part of the IBT. You mean for him to bring them into the IBT? Correct. No, I don't think that. I don't know if he plans on that or not. If I were him, I would never do that. Okay. That, All right. Well, that's that's a good answer. Did Did you five, agree five, five. at the time that Ronnie did it with us? I was not here. I'm not as old as Keller. <laughs> that was that was before my time. Wow, I mean, Bill. I, I, can, I, can, I can understand. I can, <laughs> Do you uh, agree with it now? Now that Vin, you're here. Vinny came in around 94, right, Vin? June around the 20th, 1994. Oh, man, me too, June. Oh, I'm sorry. He was there for the strike, yes, but he wasn't there for the... When, at that time, we were already part of the IBT. Yes, so Vinny wasn't privy to that part where, you know, he actually brought us into it. But I'm sure Ron Carey, being the president, felt that it was the best move for the local at the time. I'm not sure if Juan Campos is feeling that. But go ahead, Vin. I mean, in theory, well, it's, it's, a great, it's a great theory because uh, before that, all the locals um, negotiated their contract separately. And in other words, one local could be on strike and the next local, like 177 across the river, was working. So I think that he did it to get like everybody under one national agreement so people would possibly go on strike together nationwide. nationwide. You know, but there's got to be a really good reason to go on strike and for people, members to support a strike because, you know, I don't know that the guy in Alabama or Mississippi, you know, would really um, care about what somebody in New York City or L.A. cares about. Or even down south. Yeah, yeah Alabama yeah. and Mississippi are yeah. down south. Hold on, Keller, because he can't. He don't have earphones on, so he can't hear you. So you you gotta wait till he finishes, and then he'll he can hear you from the your question. What was that? Go ahead. Go ahead, Keller. 
Keller. Gerrit Keller. Were you there when they went on strike for the 70 pounds? No. It was just a one-day thing. No, I was not. No, no, he was not. He's saying Ronnie shut down parts of the East Coast and West Coast just because of the over 70 thing. Yes, but I don't think that I don't think that a lot of people. Um, well, I think people honored that, but I think a lot of people also crossed that picket line and came to work. From what I heard. Yeah. Okay. Um, when you're when you're calling, in my opinion, when you're calling a national strike, you really need to prepare for it. That's why, under this uh, Hoffa administration, I never, I never understood why they they'd say, "Oh, save up your money, we're going on strike," but then they would never give out any information or really pump up the membership for it. It's it's one thing to say, "Oh, we might go on strike," but just from that '97 strike, I know about, and I remember that there was. And I was a three-year guy. There was a lot of planning involved, and all the stewards were involved. All the, you know, the BAs were in constant contact with people, and uh, it's it's a year-long process just to get people psyched up for possibly a two or three-week strike. What you, Lou. You know, I love you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just on a What what what's the question, Bill? Are are we gonna be prepared when 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 Sean decides to say and threat with a strike? I don't think there's any question there, buddy, but uh, Vin, you want to take that? I, I believe that right after the national election, we're going to jump right into contract negotiations. So if the company's going to take the union seriously on a national level, I think we have to absolutely put that on the table to the members. And, you know, people have a short attention span, just like in this local, I'm sure it's the same in every other local, you forget how abusive the company is to people. So what I'm hoping for is that on a national level, the members stay informed, that the uh, representatives keep people in constant communication and keep pushing everything possible that we should be able to do, including a strike. For a strike right now, huh, Bill? You're like, you know what? We don't know what's gonna happen when Sean and these guys take office. Bill, Bill is leaving. What are you talking about? He's got so many years on the no, job. <laughs> you guys should all be putting money aside every week. No every week. I, I don't think Bill's going anywhere, man. I think Bill's gonna try to beat out Sosa from the Foster Avenue building. If he keeps, if he keeps uh, fishing for those sharks, I don't know. Bill, you've been saying you're gonna retire for for ten years now. <laughs> 
Uh, Vin, go ahead. Oh, you want to answer that strike question? What do you think, Vin? Did he not hear my answer? No, no, no. The the part about ha- guys uh, putting money aside and preparing for it. Right. Well, everybody should be putting money aside no matter what. So, um, if you're gonna if you're gonna put money aside in case of a strike, that's you know more power to to everybody that does that. But I mean, you know, people should be putting money aside a couple bucks a week in general for savings. You know, it's it's not. Well, you know the strike fund. You can't hear nothing. Hello. Uh, you know the strike the strike fund in the international is in the millions. Got it. But uh, I think I think Sean O'Brien don't have. He, I think he has the balls to tell them that we are going on strike. Not like this fucking Hoffer people. Uh, so I think Sean. If if it comes down to a violation that is bad that the company don't want to uh, to work with, I know Sean O'Brien is going to be the guy that says we're going on strike. Um, can I can I just step in mm-hmm. for one second? So I'm going to take just the last four months of this pandemic as a, as an example, and um, I don't I don't think that I've called up the show to talk about this at all. But if, yes, you, please. if you guys if you guys remember during the last uh, four months. At first, UPS was worried about losing business, and there was a doom and gloom about Amazon and, um, you know, that the workforce was going to shrink. People were talking about a possible shrinkage of the workforce at UPS by 25%. And then all of a sudden, they saw that, whether it was because of stimulus checks or whatever, that people were getting into ordering more and more online. Now, four months later, they still can't deliver what's out there to be delivered that they're, they're turning customers away the post office can't deliver stuff amazon can't deliver stuff fedex can't deliver stuff so the reaction now of the company is they're happy because companies smaller companies are going out of business all right and they're excited that they're going to be a, a still and even more so a major player in the shipping industry right, right? so Yeah, but well, they don't care. No, you, well, you're missing. You're missing my point. They're they're looking at it, and they've told me that it's a tremendous opportunity. Vin, don't forget, we're going to make all this money, and we're going to prove to people that we can deliver packages when nobody else can. And they've probably done a better job at it than Amazon. So now you fast forward, you know, two years from now, and there's a national negotiations. You know, now you're gonna have to throw this back on the Teamsters. Are we willing to go on strike, threaten that strike and actually come through with it? And is the company gonna be willing to call a bluff and see if we're actually gonna do that? And possibly lose all this new business that they've gained, you know. So, well, no, I, I think it's going to be, and I'm hoping, I'm actually hoping that it'll be whoever blinks first. Okay, it's going to be maybe a stare down contest, and whoever blinks, because there's there's stuff. Excuse me? 
Um, I don't look. I know that they were really far behind in um, hiring them after they begged us for a number and to settle like the RPCD number, and we were we were above the RPCD number by I think 400 and something uh, drivers. Obviously, those guys stayed. They were just gonna whittle them away through attrition. They when COVID hit, they wanted uh, 675. Um, 22 fours. I think when COVID hit, maybe a hundred of them made book. The good thing and the bad thing about this COVID is that guys are making book quicker than they've ever made book before, or at least in like the last 10 years. Now there's, there's a bad thing to that too. Guys are making book quicker than they've ever made book before. That's the bad thing too, in a way, because they're letting guys make book that maybe aren't doing the job correctly, so that's going to put a lot more work on the shop stewards and business agents, possibly in the future. The other thing is, Bill, even though we... Right. But we, are, we also um, gained a lot of members out of this. The other, the other thing is that um, just because they agree and we agree to a certain number of 22 fours doesn't mean that we, we can't have more regular package car drivers hired. And, um... such a bad, such a bad Unless the company wants to hire more um, RPCDs. And, and Bill, they're doing that right now. Bill, shh. Shh. They're they're doing. They're doing it. They're doing it right now. Jamie. Jamie looks confused. I, I have a question for you because, well, I, I I recently just got the question. There's a rumor. I'm gonna say a rumor that, with the Forsterville Forsterville move, 22 fours were going to Maspeth, and some of them Metro were Metro Queens, huh? Metro Queens. Metro Queens, rather. Some of them were being told if they go over there that they will automatically become RBCDs. The ones that are the ones that are going to Metro Queens are becoming RPCDs. So that's the that's the question I just got I just was told to ask you. Well so I, what's that about? Because they didn't offer it. If that is true, they didn't offer it to all the twenty two fours that was in my center. So why are they only offering it to the ones that's going over there? should have been like a building seniority right. it shouldn't have been just a group of guys if, I, if it's true it's, right. i don't know if it's true that sounds in, obscene in, in a couple of buildings all right and this is based off of the fact that in october they are supposed to shift all the tuesday through saturday rpcds back to monday to friday mm -hmm. right so now they're going to get cut caught short with possibly not having enough people to deliver on a tuesday through saturday schedule uh, about a month or more ago, they, they came up to me on the side, uh, Labor did, and asked me if I would be interested in possibly extending the uh, time frame for, you know, the move back move to back, Monday right. to Friday. And I said, <laughs> and, and they said, yeah, we figured you'd say that, so we're not going to do it. We don't plan on doing it. Um, so they, they are trying to make a shift, so they have to cover it. 
they have been in two buildings that I know of uh, making more RPCDs. Now, not a ton, but like four or five, okay? And they're taking it from the building and from the centers, right? Center seniority. So the 22 fours that are assigned to the center get first crack if they want to go to become... Oh, RPCD, RPCD. Is it, is it in particular that center or is it somewhere else? That center. Because like, it's 25% of the building, but we got it in the contract that they are also supposed to be assigned to a center seniority list. So my, so my question is, what happens if if there's none from Forsterville that are making, becoming RPCDs now, the guys that are over there in Metro Queens that were in our building become RPCDs. Shouldn't that have been offered to the guys that was in Fosterville before it was offered to them guys now that they're over there? But there's nothing There's nothing set in stone that they will be offered to. No, I'm just saying if if that did happen. But they're, they're already there. First of all, this move, right, and this is what I was talking about before, this change of ops, just like the other three that they just did, it's like, you know, taking us by surprise. They're not giving us advance notice on it. They're supposed to give us 45 days notice. Um, unfortunately, in the change of ops language in the National Master Agreement, it does say that it's 45 days notice unless there's an emergency condition. So they're using this as an emergency, emergency condition, condition, right? That we just have to, you know, we have to relieve the work in Suffolk. We have to relieve the work in Melville. We have to relieve the work in Foster Avenue by moving these routes. Okay, we're not against that, right? We just need notice, right? Because we want to keep the members informed of what right. their rights are. So, you know, we don't want the Suffolk building or Forster Avenue to be crushed with work with guys working until 10 or 11 o'clock at night. If you come up with a solution, I mean, I'll tell you this right now. One of my guys even found them a building out here, all right, to, to temp have a temporary building. I don't know that they've acted on that, right? But so they are temporarily moving these routes from Foster to Metro Queens. Oh, they say that's a temporary tour. That's okay. what they said now, because people, and if, it, if it's not temporary, if it's not temporary, then the people that came over there thinking that it was temporary would still be afforded the chance to go back to Foster Avenue. Okay. All, right. Okay. All right, with that said, no, hold on, hold on, Keller. Uh, the time has run out. I'm Wait, sorry that you called already, late. They've already made book, Keller. Okay. Not if there's a change of operations. All right. Yeah, that's the way. That's the way. way. Bill, yeah. thanks for calling in. Yeah, Bill, Bill we appreciate sorry that you called late. You should have called earlier in the show. You're always calling five minutes before the show is over. <laughs> but uh, thanks for calling, Bill. Thank, thanks for extending the show, Bill. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, you. I you did put you back it. on the it's hot seat. Yeah, <laughs> I, I put. I already extended it half an hour. But I want to thank Bill Killer for, uh, Keller for calling. We got to do a, uh, another show in your backyard with your shark. Uh, you know, you know. So thanks for 
Thanks for calling. Uh, we're right now wrapping up with the What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio. If you guys want to listen to the show, if you missed out the show, you could go to the show reel. That's where the show is being recorded at right now. Every time we go on the road, we have to record it on the show reel, and then we'll put it on podcast later on today. We want to thank everyone. Uh, uh, you know, that's uh, Tony's yes, job. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to go, and we're going to thank uh, Mr. Ricky Kylie for inviting us all and being a generous host. Uh, we want to thank uh, Scott Damone, Pete Piero, Lou Barbone, Vincent Perone, all for coming. We want to thank all the stewards that participated today. Rich Pistone, the big guy. We got Joe. We got Frank Whalen. We got Joe Pistone. We got Shane Devine. We got the Maloney brothers. We got Chris Connolly, the big man Debo here. The new alternate steward. Justin Mercurio, Amy Goldstein, and the legendary Dave Carew. Thank you all for having us. It was a great and, show and, today. And I want to say thank you to my new host, Mr. Heck, Hector Fortis. That's my <laughs> new host. You know, I retired from this shit. Nah, we're we bringing you back. We're bringing you back. Holy shit. <laughs> so I want to thank, thank everybody that was listening. We had about 40, 40 live listeners. And you know you can get this on my podcast when I put it on. But if you missed the beginning of the show, is at the show reel on the uh, Mixer app. So you can go to the show reel in about 15 minutes and start listening to the show from the beginning. And as always, you can hear us on Spotify. You can listen to us now on iTunes. You can listen to us. Please show us. Hit us a like. Give us a follow. And uh, let us know how you feel about it. Again, we want to thank you all for listening. And as we always say at the end of every show, solidarity. Stay united. We're here to put the U back in union. Peace out to all my brothers and sisters out there. Enjoy your Sunday. We are here in the backyard. And we're going to have Now I'm going to be able to eat. Not like Tony that he was eating while the, you know, while live show going on <laughs> and mingling. So now we get to do that. So thank you for listening to the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. Remember, every other Sunday, Tony, your host, and Jamie Haynes. And Jamie has this thing called the hot seat. I call it the cold seat. But whatever it is, <laughs> it is. It's this is the real cold. platform here. If you have any interest in telling the members how you feel and what you're going to do, call the What The Heck Show here at 347-403-0705. We are here. This is the members radio for the members, by the members. So call up. Don't be afraid. You have Tony and Jamie. Don't worry. I won't ask no questions if you're afraid to call the show. I won't even get involved. I'll do the producing part about it. You have Tony and Jamie asking you the questions. Maybe you'll answer it. Well, thank you, everyone, and have a great weekend. And peace, peace. out, my brothers and sisters. Peace out.